Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of Nakia's Open Book Radio Talk Show. This is her co-host, Ken Gabriel, that is speaking to you, along with my host, Nakia. And we are honored and glad to be back again for another episode that we are going to have tonight. And before we go even further into our show, we want to welcome our guest, our future guest that's going to be on the show, Mr. James Gordon. Uh, I don't know what he calls himself. I don't. I call him Sir James Gordon. But I think he called him the greatest poet. Something I don't know. Forgive me if I don't know it. So don't uh, sue me for it. But anyhow, uh, first of all, I want to give all honor and glory to God today for just for a blessing, just to be on the show and just just enjoy, you know, just enjoy the blessings that's been given today. And um and all you know, in all realness here, you know, none of this would be possible if we hadn't survived what we went through throughout the week and I know we had some positive ups and downs throughout our week, but what matters most is that we're still alive and we're still flowing, we're still going strong. No matter what the outcome is, we may have faced beforehand. So, without further ado, I want to bring in my host, Nakia, on right about now. So, uh, Ms. Alexis, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm great. Um, Thank you for that wonderful introduction. And I want to welcome everyone out to Nakia's Open Book 2 Talk Radio Show. I am very excited at our um, special guest this evening, uh, Mr. James Gordon, um, which my co-host calls him Sir James Gordon, um, a.k.a. GPA, which is Greatest Poet Alive. Um, So I am very excited about that. And how was your week, Ken? That was pretty good. How are you all right, very good, very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, might hear a little bit of noise here and there in the background um, because because our family came down and surprised us a couple of days early, so I'm very excited about that. My nephew just woke up, so you're going to hear a little man in the background, Ken. Um, and he's doing, he's doing good. He just woke up. Yeah, he had a nice little nap. Um, but other than that, the week has been good, the weekend and everything. Um, just been very busy, very busy with a lot that's um, coming up for us, um, as well as the shows and the events. So a lot of work. However, it is definitely a blessing um, for all of us. So many 
many more doors opening up and opportunities. And um, I'm loving what I'm what I'm doing, and a lot of us is loving what we're doing. Um, a lot of us is growing, just like my co-host mentioned not too long ago. But I wanted to piggyback off of that for a moment, like to state that a lot of us is growing um, right before each other's eyes um, into positiveness and, you know, helping others and um, networking and reaching out and connecting. Um, So most definitely you're like becoming mature or mature um, within your and within what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so it's great. It's great. So, Ken, are you excited about our interview this evening? Uh, oh, my show's down inside. I get nervous about every every interview. <laughs> Excited Why is the word I, I, I don't... Now... I'm a, let me let me tell you the difference of why. Okay. When I when and, and I'll be in straight straight honest with you on this on okay. and probably off. Mm-hmm. When, whenever I I do interviews with with you with you ladies, most of them. Mm-hmm. I can sense that that positive vibe. I can sense the excitement, and it's like there's a flow that they that. You guys give off. Now, mm-hmm. some of those guys, now some, now brothers listen to me, including the guests we had tonight. Some of you guys, some of those brothers, we had that same thing, but then some of us are, you know, are, you know, more like straightforward, straight to the point. So mm-hmm. I have to be honest. I have to kind of be careful of what I do and what I say because. I don't know what I'm going to cross or sometimes. Uh, and when it comes to doing interviews, I get nervous about it because, you know, I have to be, I have to be on, on trying to be on top of what I'm doing and being mindful of what I say. But on, on mm-hmm. overall, I want, I want the, every guest, I want every guest to feel comfortable, to feel welcome. And that's what we do here on the show. We welcome everybody with open arms and all. And we have been... We have to like sometimes be mindful of what we do and what we say because you know, oh Lord, I'm saying, I'm I'm in the middle of looking on my computer, looking at Stellar Awards and doing the show, so I'm doing like random stuff right now. So uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be careful as well because I didn't, I mean, I didn't get a chance to do too do too much of looking into a lot of stuff because job there's some crazy stuff going on in the job as of late. Folks quitting and everything. It's just been like one of them hectic weeks, but it's just been also one of those, you know, peaceful weeks as well. Because it's never to a point where it's overwhelming. But yet you have to like kind of balance everything out. And then you know, had choir practice this past week, and turns out we did an awesome job on that. And I'm gonna tell you guys something. My pastor get ready to celebrate a birthday this coming Wednesday. And there's a video that we did for our past, and it was, it was a very fun video. And when you're in part of a group, you have to bring your personality to the table. You have to bring that whatever makes you who you are as a person, you bring that sort of thing into the atmosphere. If it's a positive thing, it's that good vibe, 
you bring it. Because when you walk into a place like Miles or you know the job, there's something about you that people are going to notice you and they're going to be like, man, there's something about you. And they like and they feel that, that, that uh, positive vibe. That's why the one thing that I love about this show, no matter what we deal with on a consistent basis away from the show, it's like whenever we come together, it just stuff just start happening. I can't explain why half the time because I have no idea. But the moment we we come on, it's like everything just just chart just turns, and it's like you know it's about to go down. And uh, and I, I and I'm I'm you know like I, said, I, like I, said, I get nervous about it, but when it's when it's game time, you have to kind of put that to the side and say, okay, let's let's go ahead and do this. And get it on, and let's 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 just roll with it. So, probably once we get started with the interview part with Mr. with Mr. James Gordon, because I'm I'm, I'm ready. I I hope he bring I hope he brings some poetry to the table tonight because I'd like to hear some of his work onto the show tonight. And uh, it's good to hear what else your nephew in the background you say. Hello. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Yes. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> yes, no. yes, that was my nephew, Bessie. <laughs> oh, Lord. see, this is what happened when you when you run your mouth too much. I I, was, I just got muted. <laughs> no, I was muted. You could, I put you my own phone on mute. You, you, you wasn't on. muted. <laughs> no, I thought I did mute. I was like, oh Lord, I must have ran my mouth too much. I was just gonna say, look here, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all ready for this interview? I'll just shut up and let let bring James Gordon in right now. I think they think she read me hush now. But actually, we got we got a little bit more time. But anyway, yeah, we got like a couple of minutes. Um, but no, no, I have muted myself so that way I could uh, eliminate some back background noise. But I, I was talking, I was talking to you, but I was like, wait a minute, he can't hear me. I'm on mute. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, this is what happened. Huh? This is what happened. You said what happened? That's what happened. That's what happened. Just talking and talking. I'm talking. I'm thinking I'm talking something good. And I'm, she mutes me. Oh, Lord. No, I didn't mute you. What are you talking about? Everyone could hear you. I could hear you. I'm talking about my you know phone. I muted Man. myself. Oh, you I didn't mute be... you. I muted myself. I can still hear you. Yeah, if she wanted me to stop talking, she could say, can't stop talking. What? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about right now. You are confusing the whole thing. What are you talking about, Willis? Um, what we got? <laughs> Since my co-host is not on the same page with me right now, he thinks I muted him. No, I did not mute him. I muted myself so that way I could eliminate any background noise so it would not interrupt what Mr. Ken was discussing. Oh, God. So, anyway, <laughs> we, um, me and Ken is very excited to have him this evening. So, guys, um, welcome again to Nikia's Open Book 2 Talk Radio Show. It is now 7.14 p.m. Uh, me and my co-hosts, we're pretty much wrapped up with the introduction to the show tonight, and I am ready to bring on our special guest. 
I know you are, Ken, even though you're nervous. You, you're still ready, though. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. All right, we are going to bring on Mr. Oh, James Gordon. Hold on, hold on. You on. Oh, what you gotta do? Coming up. I had to throw that little dab in there. That's why I went. That's why I went quiet for a second. I had to hear. I had to hear my my my, my, my posse here. Marvin Sapp, Yolanda Adams, Donna McClurkin, and uh, Helen Taylor they were singing a song, uh, "The Stand." And mm-hmm. one of my one of my favorite gospel songs. I had to shut that little dab there before reading the code. Bring not the code. Don't talk about myself. I'm sorry, y'all. She's. That's why I bring this bring this cat in because. Um, if I don't, I'm going to be on a whole nother page. Let's just bring them in. Come on, bring them in. All right, let's bring them in. Hello, welcome, Mr. James Gordon, a.k.a. GPA, greatest poet alive. Welcome to Nakia's Open Book 2 talk radio show along with your host, Nakia, and my co-host, Ken. How are you this evening? You know, Nakia, Ken, good evening. Great Sunday to you both, and thank you for having me. Hello to everybody who is tuning in and who will listen afterwards. But I need you to do something. Everybody who can listen to the wonderful baritone that is my voice, I need you to do something. Go to your calendar. Mark this down. Mark this day, this time, this event right now. Mark it down. Because right now, there are moments in time, in history, Jordan sinking a shot over Byron Russell, Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points, and tonight, tonight, live from Chi-Town, the most electrifying man in poetry, the most dangerous man in storytelling, four-time mall storytelling champion, two-time children's author of the year, and the voice, the ladies say the voice Steals their hearts in the chuckle. <laughs> Sends them <laughs> over the top. Mr. Orgasm. Woo! And just plain gorgeous. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the greatest combination of talent. Actor, host, poet, author, storyteller. Oh, my God. And have you seen him put on a suit? Catch your breath. Buckle up. You are now tuned in to the phenomenon that is the three-headed monster, James Gordon, GPA, Tizzle Orgasm, three-headed monster. Oh, woo! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, this, this, this man just threw us a Ric Flair. Oh, that's, I, I jacked it. I've been jacking it. I've been jacking it. Ken, I've been jacking it. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Let's go. It's, oh, it's Sunday night. We're live. We're oh. black and we're beautiful. Let's get it on. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the three-headed monster. I hear that. That's right. How y'all doing tonight? Yeah. Y'all all right? Oh, good. Yes. We're good. <laughs> yes. We're wonderful. Well, I know you are fantastic over there. Oh yeah, I stay. I stay. Listen, every day I wake up, and I'm allowing my heart to breathe. 
my heart to beat, mm-hmm. my lungs to breathe, my eyes to see, all my senses working. Every day that I can do that, the hard part is over. Everything else is gravy. So, and here mm-hmm. I am on an interview with you guys on this great show. People listening to me, who maybe who haven't met me before, or whatever the case may be, they're in for a treat. And I, heck yeah, heck yeah, I'm jacked all the time. So, thank you again for having me here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming over here. Wow. Oh, man. I love that introduction. Nice. <laughs> got to bring the energy. You know, got to gotta, gotta, gotta yes. bring it. You know, if, you, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to do it halfway, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, not a, I'm not a bench warmer. I'm a starter. And so when I get out there and do my starter minutes, I'm going to give give it all 48 or however many it is in respect to a metaphor of a, a sport. I'm going to give it. So I got to get it. Oh, we're just yeah. getting started. I got more. Yes, we're going, we are. We're just getting started. Yes, we are <laughs> just getting started. <laughs> well, mm, you know, I would really love to know more about your children's book. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, 2014, a buddy of mine who I, who I grew up with, he has children. He says, hey, man, you uh, could I just written um, Revenge of the Orgasm, and it done very well. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, man, you're turning ladies on and stuff like that. And that's cool. He said, what about a book for the kids? And I said, man, I'm working on something, you know, young adult book or whatever. He said, no, 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 no. He said, what about a children's book, man? Do, do you have it in you mm-hmm. to do that? He says, do you have it in you to do that? And so we're on the phone. And I'm like, he's talking trash to me, you know, because we've known each other a long time. And I'm like, dude, you know what? I'm going to get it done. And I wrote it in two weeks. It's called Hi, My Name is Bobo, uh, A Weekend in the Life of a Fifth Grader. Bobo mm-hmm. is uh, the name my grandma gave me uh, because I kept always coming over to her house and knocking over stuff. It was kind of clumsy. <laughs> One day she just said, Bobo, stop. And I was like, I stopped because, one, grandma told me to stop. And mm-hmm. two, I didn't know who the heck Bobo was. I was like, who the heck is she talking about? I was like, what, is there somebody else in the crib besides me? So I just wrote, the book is just basically a weekend from Friday mm-hmm. through Sunday, um, everything that went on. Um, for me liking a girl named Maria, watching Sanford and Son with my parents, going to the movies, um, downtown Chicago, I have a lot of movie theaters down here. It's coming back now, but we used to have a lot down uh, downtown. So oh. going with my mom and my brother to uh, the movies, watching uh, Saturday morning cartoons, going to church on Sunday, watching football with my dad. You know, just a, just a string of events that, and it's important because I'm black, and mm-hmm. people seem to get the misconception that we don't do that stuff. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that all we do, especially in the big cities, that all we do is gangbang and sell drugs and shoot it up. But that, that's just not everybody. That's that's the small that's a small portion of us doing that. A lot of us have quote unquote regular lives and grow up with our families and you know have family time. You know it's not just white mm-hmm. folks. So exactly. that's, that's that's basically what that was. And we got the new one. We're finishing up the uh, follow up called Here Comes Bobo and Scooter, and it's the adventure of uh, Bobo and a beagle named Scooter. And um, it gets a little more. Young adult, we deal with things like bullies and things of that self-esteem. So it's just moving along. It's, it's this Millennium's uh, version of Charlie Brown, but just uh, wow. a little darker. Yeah, so that's that's what we're working on right now in, re- in reference to that. 
Oh, nice. So, um, when when can we find that book? Do you know? Do you have the release date out of that book yet? Um, no, I, I know it's going to be somewhere in uh, April, and it, it's basically been. It, it was supposed to be in March, actually, in a couple of weeks, but I got um, a little distracted. I've been doing some filming, working on TV, and, and there's a couple of movies and stuff, and cool. it just it really it really. And I didn't want to just put a project out just to say, oh, man, I, I'm rushing. I really, because I'm, this, this, this second Bobo is, takes a step upward uh, as far as content um, and meaning. And, yes. and, 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 and it's just a continue, it's the crossover, it's the bridge crossover to the next side, because then I've already planned the next book afterwards, and then it gets really serious. You know, it's not so much funny as it is serious and dramatic, so. Um, this is an important book in the Bobo series, and I want to do it right. Oh, wow. And you said that the um, Hi, My Name is Bobo, you wrote that in just one weekend. Um, it was No, it was based upon a weekend. It took me, okay. um, it took me a week to write it, um, and okay. that's because I said it's not a very long book, um, but it was. It's autobiographical. It's stuff I actually did. It's based upon my life, as as the book series will be. So okay. it, it was really easy to sit and just sit down and do it. Wow. Hmm. That's deep. Thank you for that. I um, definitely need to check that book out. Um, okay. Thank you for going in a little bit more, you know, greater detail about that book and as well okay. as the the series to it. Um, that's going to be a phenomenal. Um, book, um, you know, and then the next series, Here Comes Bobo and Scooter, uh, which it deals with bullies and things like that. And that is something that we really do need um, because that is something that is constantly going on, no matter how many commercials you may see or um, how many people may speak out about it or how many kids is dealing with it. And what is so bad and um, terrifying is that you know, one time you had to deal with bullies, you know, pretty much in school and things, but now you're dealing with um, bullies online. Um, and we have lost, you know, a lot of children that way from being bullied. So definitely um, thank you for, you know, bringing a book like that to the surface and, you know, to bring more awareness to, you know, what what happens um, as far as bullying. So that is definitely um, definitely a very important series. So, you know, I want to tilt my hat off to you and, you know, thank you for that. No doubt. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Ken, is there a question that you would love to, to ask James at this time? Mm-hmm. Now, um, besides this one book that, that you're about, you're producing right now and you're ready to release it, probably in a matter of weeks. Is there, like, any other projects that you got going on right now or you plan on doing in this upcoming year? Certainly. Uh, great question. Um, basically, every week for the last couple of weeks, I release what I call a mixtape of poems, poems and music, and each one has a particular theme. This weekend's CD was called the Cyrano de Bergerac mixtape, and it was by it was under my... Um, 
it was under my moniker of GPA, Grace Poet Live, and it was romance poetry, um, love poetry. So, and Cyrano de Bergerac was the theme because that's when I started writing poems. I, I fell in love with poetry because this guy who was quote-unquote ugly, unattractive, was able to have a woman love him from his use of language and writing. So I said, oh, wow, that's pretty dope. And I started doing that in, in like the seventh grade or what I thought was poetry anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that and so next week's uh, mixtape is by Pizzle um, Orgasm, and that's erotic. It's going to be erotic. It's called the Sons of Solomon, Songs of Solomon mixtape based on the, the book, the uh, the books, which were sensual. And, and so that's going to be high octane. And, and so that's next weekend. I'm participating in uh, uh, this huge storytelling event. Storytelling is really huge in, uh, excuse me, really big in Chicago and all over the country. And this, this event is called Risk Live. And I wanted to storytell us this Thursday doing that. Um, besides the Bobo, going past that a bit, we come back. I wrote a novel last year uh, called The Warmest Winter. And oh. we have a follow-up. It was a murder mystery. I like murder mysteries. Um, so in, I'm going to say June, somewhere between June, cause I've started, I've got the first couple of chapters written and the outline is done. So either between June and September, I'm going to bring out the follow-up to the warmest winter called a cruel summer. Uh, <laughs> and that's going to be, that's going to be fun. And then, um, at the end of the year, we come back again. I would just want to go on record right now. If anybody hasn't uh, grabbed the Poetry Book of the Year, Angelica's Box, you should. And that's a segue to in December again on my birthday, like I did in 2015, I'm going to release Angelica's Box to the Evolving. So those are the projects that I can tell you about and um, I look forward to bringing to you. Okay. Wow. Wow. You definitely have a lot going on, James. When do you have time for James? I always make time for me. Um, like right now, before we were watching the interview, I was doing someone's taxes, but I had the Batman uh, cartoon series on Netflix playing, and that's me mm-hmm. time. Me and, the, me and Scooter the Beagle, we were sitting here enjoying that. Um, I, I go to the gym. I play video games when I can. You know, if I'm not on set, I read. I love to, I love to read. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I always, I always, and I love to take a drive. Um, so I always make some time. I mean, it's necessary. You know, you can't do all these things and stuff, uh, and just not just me, but anybody. You can't do things so much, uh, given of self everywhere else, and not take care of self and do for self. So I'm always got something. But you know, I this is I'm just doing my job. This this is my job to be to be excellent, to be great to be in as many places as possible to let you not rest. You need to see, if you don't see James Gordon, you see GPA. If you don't see James at GPA, you see Pizzle and so on and so forth. I need I need to make sure my presence is as poignant and overwhelming as it can be um, because that's why I'm here. That's why my God put me here to, to fulfill purpose, and I'm going to go with everything I have to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Mm. Wow, you are definitely dropping um, some much-needed knowledge um, as well as, 
you know, you are definitely real. You are a firecracker. Uh, um, you're doing some some great and fantastic things. Um, so we do have some callers out there um, oh, that's wow. listening in. <laughs> that's pretty and cool. If you, yes, it is. It is pretty cool. If you have any questions or anything for James Gordon, a.k.a. GPA, a.k.a. Pizzle, please hit the star and the number eight from your phone, and that will put you in queue. And we would gladly bring you on to speak directly with him. So, again, you will hit star and the number eight. That will put you in the queue, and we will gladly bring you on. All right. Um, we haven't had any callers that raise their hands yet. So we are pretty much going to continue with this. Inter- oh, we have someone that raised their hand. All right, really? Mr. Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready for – I'm sorry, what you say, Ken? I thought it would be another one of those nights. Everybody will just sit back and chill and relax, drink a thing of Kool-Aid or some <laughs> orange juice or salsa or some gin or just, you know, just listen to this great artist here, you know, do this thing and hopefully, you know, bring some poetry to the table tonight. Because, you know, these folks are in for a treat when you got this guy on the board. They're in for a treat. So I'll say that, that sort of thing tonight. <laughs> I appreciate so, it. Yeah. So y'all come on with it. Y'all come on with it, and let's, you know, let's, get, this, let's get this thing started here. So uh, who we got? All right. We are going to bring on Southeast Pennsylvania. We're coming for you. All right. Hold on, because I'm using my tablet. So all right. All Welcome, right. Southeast. <laughs> Welcome, Southeast mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. How are you? Hello, Nakia. How you doing? Wonderful. <laughs> and to your featured guest, uh, good evening, sir. Um, I haven't too much. I'm just getting in the house, and I've been ripping and running all day long. But when I heard that you were on here, I had to come in, you know, because I am a fan of your pen. <laughs> you know. Thank you. And I, I did catch just the end tale of what you were talking about, how you're trying to just flood everything, you know, you're busy. I do have a question. Do you find that trying to handle so many things dilutes any one specific area, you know, like spreading yourself thin, or or you just able to deal with it all and and keep it real? Great question. Um, There are days I have to – I stop. I just have to stop and and look and say, okay, what what needs to be done today? You know, because there's always there's always something. There's always um, someone uh, has an interview has an interview question for a blog or something, and I need to get to that. But that may not be as um, necessary to do at that moment as getting to set or being on a radio show or sending an audition tape or something like that. So it's just a matter of priorities because it can get really manic. <laughs> if you if you were looking at my my work area right now and what I'm looking at, you'd be like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> crazy!" <laughs> and this manuscript is staring me in the face, like, "Finish me, finish me." So you know, it's just it is, man. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, it's just a matter of doing what needs to be done at the moment, and then then moving on. It can be some days. It does um, just just. To further on your question, the other day I was working on Empire. We were doing the season finale, 
And the days on Empire, you can get there. Like that day we got there at 6.30, and we weren't done till 11 or was it 11 or 11.30? It was 11.30 at night. And wow. then you're right back. Yeah, and so, so you're there, and there's not a whole lot you can do author-wise or poet-wise, you know, while you're there. You can promote some things and what have you. So, you you know, it's that. It's just a matter of whatever time you have and then use it and then so on and so forth. So, yeah, it can get it can get funny. <laughs> it can get funny sometimes. Thank you for that question. I like that, that word, though, manic. <laughs> That's kind of appropriate. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. it happens. Yeah. Well, Nakia, I got a few things to put away, some groceries to put away, but I'm going to be listening in, and I'm not going nowhere, so I'll be here for you tonight. Thank you much. Appreciate that. All right. My pleasure. Peace. Thank you, Paul. Divine yeah, inspiration. Well, <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to be listening. Okay. All right. Let's see if I – okay. Let's see if I – okay, good. I'm using my tablet, so, you know, you're pressing stuff to unmute it. It could mute you because I, I muted James by mistake, had to unmute him again, and then try to hit Southeast PA again. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, so we are also – well, I know I am aware, and I know more than likely some of the callers out there is aware of some of the things that you do. And, you know, you mentioned something about Empire. So, yeah. um, how long is this your first episode with them, or have you been on Empire a few times? And pretty much Empire, I cannot wait till it comes premieres is back on I think March thirtieth. Yeah. So that is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell us um, a little bit more about that? I know you can't tell too much about it, but can you um, let us know if you're going to be on there? Um, for a few episodes, or are you just um, um, starring once, or you know, let us know a little bit more about Empire. Oh, it's funny. Um, and just for those of you who are fans of Empire, when it comes back, you might want to buckle up. I've spoken to some people who said they didn't really dig season two, and, and then just just on vouching for the show, you have to understand: in the first season, there were only twelve episodes. So they had to come mm-hmm. in and get bang, 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 and get out. Mm-hmm. This year it went up to 18 episodes. And then once your show goes number one and such, and it's a black show, whether, whether people don't understand that or not, it's a black show in prime time. So mm-hmm. it had more episodes, and so stories had to play out. But this second half, whew, the second half is, is, is just be ready because there's going to be some twists and turns and curves. Just be ready. It's It's – yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna see some things and be like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't but wait. um, <laughs> you'll see me a few different times. Um, yeah, you you'll you'll definitely see me. You you saw me for those of you who watched the uh, fall finale. Um, you saw me playing the correctional officer who was escorting Cookie around the um the uh, prison, and uh, yeah, so you'll you'll see me. <laughs> you'll see me. You you can't miss me. Not at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did that without telling anything. I like the way I did that. I did that without telling anything. That was good. You know, you, you know people do that. You know people do that. They, you, 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 they go on Facebook and they say, um, I want to I wanna 
uh, and they tell you about the movie, and they don't mm-hmm. tell you the movie is good, but they tell you everything, and you're like, shut up! I don't want to know that. <laughs> so I was gonna. I'm not one of those. I'll make sure you want to watch, but I'm not gonna tell you what you're watching so much. <laughs> nice, 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 nice! Wow, congratulations I can't on tell you that this. as well. I can't. I can't tell you this. Uh, March 25th, mm-hmm. um, Batman versus Superman comes out, The Dawn of Justice. And I'm in the movie. I play a photographer. Uh, it's, it's really brief. I say, Mr. Luthor, Mr. Luthor, this way. And, you know, you can see, you probably saw me, you saw a glimpse of me in the Super Bowl commercial that they had on. I'm in a brown suit. You know, most people know I look like I'm bald and dark. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so, yeah, you'll see that. I got, I, got, <laughs> I got a brief scene in there with that. So that, there's that. And then, yeah, um, and I'm a, I'm a comic book nerd. So that that was just Batman is everything. Just so everybody, if anybody asks me, Batman is everything. So <laughs> <laughs> Batman is everything. Oh my gosh! Wow, this man here everything. has some great things going on and some positive things going on. Um, it looks like you're dabbing in pretty much um, everything that you pretty much love. Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate in that respect. My dad always said if you can do <laughs> things you love, then it's not a job. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, this is this is really cool. And I'm so looking forward to April 2nd uh, when I come to New York, uh, and I'll be performing one of the feature performers at uh, this wonderful ladies' event. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to tear it down. I just want you to know, if you're in New York and you come to the show, uh, if you've ever seen me, any videos of me or heard anything, I am I know I talk talk it big, but I only talk it big because I can walk it big. Mm. So I'm going I'm to I'm I'm tear it down. Firstly, ladies, please, by all means, I'm going to come looking like I'm a feature. If anybody sees me, they know I like to suit it and boot it up really well and look like my dad taught me how to look like a gentleman, mm-hmm. but I'm going to come and show you why I'm the most electrifying man in poetry, live in New York, bright lights, big city, pretty ladies. Let's go. Oh! oh. <laughs> yes. I get so excited. You know, I get so excited with this stuff, you know? Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I get to be this dude. I get to be this dude. This is what's so funny. I get to be this dude. I don't have to be anybody else but this guy. I wake up and go to bed with this guy every, every day. Um, I mean, that, that's, that's some wild stuff. I mean, I'm this dude every day. I'm on TV, yes. I'm in movies, I'm writing, I'm performing, I'm storytelling. I'm this dude. I'm this is me. So I, I don't know what else. To, I don't, you know, I don't know what else. To, yeah, could I have more money? Sure. Sure, I could. Should my car be could my car be a little faster? Sure. But I come mm-hmm. home to my home with my people, this beagle who's here with me, I'm warm, I'm safe, God has got me going and put me in the right places, got his hand on me. What is better than that being me for me? So I'm excited to be me and to come here and the people listening. Brother just came on and said, Man, he he stuck my pen. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah. real cool. You know, I appreciate that. You don't hear that all the time, being, you know, with the name, DBA Greatest for a Lot, you don't hear that. I don't hear that all the time. <laughs> Ladies say it, sure. Don't <laughs> get that. 
<laughs> I get the other stuff. <laughs> oh my God! But you know, so I'm, I'm oh, hey, I, I'm just hey, I'm I'm grateful, and you know, I, I know it doesn't seem like it on my post or whatever, but I'm a confident dude because you have to be. There's no Man. God didn't create us. Excuse me, if I if I get a little whatever, God did not make us to be slovenly, to, to feel bad about ourselves, or anything like that. He didn't make us to do that. He made us in his image. So we're made in, in the greatest image. Just, I just want to drop this on. If we're made in the greatest image, why not do our very best to live up to that? We're human, so we got some frailty, so we'll come short in some things, and that's fine. But why not do our best to be the best at whatever it is we do and live up to our purpose, which is so grand? What, 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 it's not a hard thing once you set your mind to it. So that's, and now I'll go back to the GPA stuff. I just wanted to share where it all comes from for me um, on a daily basis, especially with the whole world watching, you know. I know the whole world watching. You know, you go on Steve Harvey or whatever the case may be, and now the whole world watching. They they watch people watching, and I want you to watch. I got stuff to show you. I'm I'm pretty awesome, so I'm I'm gonna show you what I got. So there that is. Mm. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I like that. Woo! <laughs> I like it. Yes. Wow. I love uh, what you just stated. We are made in God's greatest image. You know, why not live up to our purpose? Um, Thank you so much for that positive affirmation. No doubt. Wow. Um, Ken, are you still there? He has left the building. (laughs) (laughs) He has left the building. Go get him something to drink. Because this man, I'm just some preacher. Okay, yeah. Else. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm trying to see what the next book he might do or what books he already got came out. Now, I saw a picture on your page that you was on the set of Steve Harvey's show. Was that like recently this this past year, last year? And, and so, you know, what was it? What was it like just being on there? I just seen the, I just seen the pictures. I had to have that one. Uh, that was just uh, this past Monday. Um, wow. Yeah, it was just this past Monday. I was so excited. They said, okay, they, they, I come on the set. You know, I'm part of the discussion. Uh, I can tell you at least that Megan Good and her husband were on the show discussing their book. And so I was asked to be part of the discussion. And um, they walked me to a dressing room, and the dressing room has my name on it. And they're like, Mr. Gordon, are you okay? Do you need anything? Can we bring you anything? I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. They said, are you comfortable? Can we press your jacket for you, press your shirt? You know, I got on a suit. Anybody sees the pictures? You know me. And this is not an idle boast or whatever. I just believe I'm not a saggy pants dude. I'm not a uh, trendy dressing dude. You'll see a Brooks Brothers suit, a Ralph Lauren suit, a uh, Joseph Bobald suit. You know, I'm I'm that guy. That's, that's who I am. That's how I was raised and how I came up. Um, shirts and ties, so all that stuff. So you see that, and so they say, hey, we'll take your shirt and your your, your jacket and we'll press it over for you just a little bit more 
And so they take it and made sure I was comfortable and all all that. <laughs> Man. It was I mean it's it's so you know, when you see the episode which I'll post when it comes when they let me know it it air, um I'll make sure I post and let everybody know. But it, it was a heck of an experience. And then you'll see too, I can tell you this, all right, I might I maybe not supposed to, but I'm gonna tell you, there's a point in the conversation where I do my thing and I'm I'm done. But he comes back to me. He, he and on, on TV, he comes back to me and asks me some more stuff. So it just wasn't like one thing and done. He kept talking to me, and it was it it was really something. And I got to speak with him afterwards. Um, he told me he was impressed with me and so on and so forth, and keep doing my thing. Um, so you know it was it, it was just one of those things. I, and I, I don't I don't want to be cliche, but it was surreal because. I always do, I like to believe, excellent stuff. I always do things. I win awards. I sell books and so on and so forth. I, I do this stuff. Anybody who follows me, you know pretty much what I do, you know, and I'll tell you about it. I have no shame in that. I'll tell you about it. But that was something a little different because here's this guy, right? Here's this guy who's known all over the world. His show is watched. And the place was filled up. And so, you know, we're sitting there, and they have to mic me up, and they're touching up my head because I got a bald head, and it shines. And they're like, oh, Uh man. They're like, they're like, and so these ladies are next to me, and they're like, oh, my God, who who are you? Do do I know you? Like, no. She said, well, they're micing you up and talking to you. And they kept coming over, Mr. Gordon, are you okay? You all right? Everything all right? Do you need some water or something? And they're doing not doing that for anybody else, and I'm like, no, I'm cool, thank you so much, and everything. And they're checking me, checking my time, checking everything. You know, like the the treatment. And these ladies are like, wow, well, you know, um, they came over to you. Why did they come over to you? I mean, it was, it was wild style. So that was just one of those things. I, I'm I'm still when I look at the picture and I left it up. Usually, I change my profile pic. Nikia tell you, I change my profile pic like every day, typically because mm-hmm. I, I I do, um, just to keep it spicy. But I'm leaving that up just for a little bit longer because I'm really proud of, of, of that. And and I'm an actor, and I've never had my name on the door. I've had lines somewhere, but I've never had my name on the door. And had that treatment, quote, unquote, that, that was something. That was just one of those moments where you sit back and you're away from everybody else and you shed a couple of tears because you sit here and think like, wow. You know, because when you can do it, and here's mm-hmm. the thing, and here's the thing. And this is what's so important for everybody to get. You gotta grasp this. When you can do it, like you, you think it, you, you you dream it, and, and the dreams don't have concept to them, but they're in there. You you've dreamt it, so it's got some substance, but not a bunch. And then you start to speak it, and then people look at you like you're crazy. And that's cool because it's beyond them. So you start to speak it. And then you start to speak it, and then you start to see it. Now, what was just this invisible thing is now taking some shape. And then when you do it, and you're like, oh, my God, I did it. And my brother, who is the best dude on the planet, my best friend, who tells no lies, who is not a sugarcoater, he's not an idle complimenter, He's like, none of that. He's with me. And he says to me, and I quote, dude, I watched you. Because he's an audience. I watched you. 
He said, dude, I shed a tear, man. He said, you, I'm so proud of you. He said, wow, dude. He said, best believe me. You don't think you are, you are a star, dude. He said, best believe me when I tell you, you are a star. And everybody see you. He said, everybody see you from the books to the poetry to the storytelling. He said, everybody may not like it, and that's fine. But everybody see you, bro. I'm proud of you. And I said, oh, my God. And then you do it, people. It's real. Even though it was already real, it's real. And now you say to yourself, I've done it, so I can do it even more. There's more to be had, you know? So if that makes any sense to anybody, if I, you know, that's what that was like. That's what that was. Wow. Man, unbelievable. That's not most, <laughs> you know, know the amazing thing about it is that most folks, they probably think once they made it to that level, they stop. But the one thing I've noticed, what you say, is like you still have that hunger that you want to do more, mm-hmm. and that's what you got to have. You know, you just can't be satisfied with what you got now. You're like, ooh, there's more. There's more I want to do. There's more I want to get. And you keep, that will keep you, that keeps you, give you that energy, that, that drive. That's what's inside you that even though you're thankful and you're grateful that you made it to this level, but you see that there's more that you want to go for, and then what you're doing, you're going, you're going to another level that, you know, that God's getting you ready for, and you get ready to go there. So you don't just stay where you're at and you just say, okay, you think that's it. You know what's in your mind is already made up that, hey, I'm going to go here now. Let's show me where I need to go next, and I will go right. there. You know why they say um, they say ignorance is bliss, and they say that because you don't know. So those of us who know, it's a gift and a curse. And not the curse so much like, oh, my God, I broke the mirror in this seven years, but the curse is knowing that you know better, so you can do better. And when you don't, you knew better. It's not like when you don't know. It's not like, now I got some guys who've never been on TV, who've never performed anything like that, and they root for me. I'm a hood dude. I can't, I'm a Southsider. Anybody knows my city? I'm a Southsider. I'm a hood dude. College educated, sure, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hood dude. So um, that's why I came up. I can't, I'm, no, South Southside, shot down all day. It's what it is. But I got dudes who, who root for me because they see in me, I came from where they came from and and do some things. So they don't know what TV is like for themselves, but they see it in me. But I know what TV is like. I know what winning awards is like. I know what writing a, a great book and, and, and getting reviews for it and stuff like that. I know what it's like to stand in front of an audience and wow them with a story or poem so if I went out there and gave a lackluster performance, I would know, like, dude, what were you doing? You didn't prep enough. You know better than that. You got to be crisp. You were supposed to say this instead of that. You didn't. You, every, it, I know better. So I've got to do better. There's no choice. Once you know, once you know, you have to do. And so that's what I'm going to do. I know, okay, I have my name on the door there. Let me go get this role here. Let me audition. And just for anybody who's listening, it's not uh, uh, strawberry cheesecake, this life. 
I get more no's than I do a yes. I get uh, rejection letters, rejection emails constantly. It it happens. I mean, it's all par for the course. But you go around that and you say, all right, I delete the stuff because I'm kind of petty in that respect. I don't want that in my <laughs> inbox. Let me delete that nonsense. What did you tell me no for? I mean, I accept it, but no, you weren't supposed to tell me no. I delete it and keep on going, but, you know, um, yeah, you just got to go, man. You got to go. So. Mm. Yeah. Wow. wow. I got a new poem I want to debut on your show tonight. I got a new poem. Um, I, I'm not jumping the gun. I just wanted to let everybody know, if there are any beautiful ladies and you're listening, um, I, I like I like women. Um I'm that dude, and like I said, if you follow me on Facebook or anywhere, you know I like women, and I'm fortunate to be in the company of beautiful women often. It's, you know, it's just what it is. And um, so I, I came up with this poem, and it's on my um, Cyrano de Bergerac mixtape. It's called, it's called, I, uh, ironically, mixtape. And uh, as soon as we get to that point, into, as soon as we get to that point into the, uh, the when we do that, uh, I didn't want to preempt, but I just wanted to, it's so random sometimes, the stuff that comes out of my mouth. And I was just, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, random is a good thing <laughs> at times. <laughs> wow. Mm. Yes, we would definitely love to hear that piece here over the show. And mm-hmm. usually we do play um, live tracks, and you did um, provide me with the live track. However, yeah. I would love for you yeah. <laughs> I would love for you to share that piece live with us on the air. Um, So you forgot that you provided me with that track, 2 a.m.? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's, oh, (laughs) oh, my God. That darn poem. Oh, yes, I did. And only because because we were supposed to, we we rescheduled the interview. And and a lot of times people say, give me this, this, and this. And by the time, I think it was like one in the morning when I gave you this, (laughs) I just left. Something I don't know what I just left. Oh. I just left, and it was the autopilot. You said, "Could you send me this?" And I said, "Sure, no problem." And I was up. I know I shock people when they send messages in the morning. They send messages to my inbox two or three in the morning, and they're just thinking they're gonna leave the info. And I say, "Sure, I, I'm gonna send it right over." And then I know they're thinking, "Wait, you're up?" Like, "Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I don't sleep much." You know, that's, that's the one thing yeah. that sort of goes out the window. I don't sleep much. I don't know. Maybe I'm vampiric. I don't know. I, it's, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But oh yeah, my God. <laughs> that's from that's from Angelica's box. I really, I really, and Angelica's box on Kindle is on sale this weekend. It's ninety nine cent. Um, because I was just feeling so giddy about life. I said, let me make it ninety nine cent, and uh, so grab it because I really believe. It's a different poetic experience because it's written by two different people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's Angelica's box, a poetically sober, psychotic break. Mm-hmm. And it's, my, it's, it's GPA and Pizzle. They both wrote poems in the book. And there's a point in the book where it abruptly stops and Pizzle takes over and starts writing poems. And he introduces himself, and Pizzle was really narcissistic, and oh my God, it, no filter, no filter, and he mm. just takes on, and he's and he's highly erotic. He he's highly erotic, 
but without the vulgarity or or, or, or um, uh, offensive language that goes along with it. None of us write like that. But mm. he just goes in. Um, and 2 a.m. is a GPA poem, though. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have some more callers out there with their hands sure. up. Sure. And I would love to bring on our caller from West Maryland. Thank you so much for your patience. And thanks for your love and support for this man, GPA, over here. I'm coming. Oops, I hit the wrong one. Okay. Hold on, guys. Bear with me. Oh, Lord. Peace <laughs> and blessings. Oh, uh, my good God. Evening. <laughs> good evening, the key, uh, Ken and uh, GPA. Oh, my. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Peace. Peace and blessings. Peace this and is, blessings. Uh, it's Joe the Rebel Mind that's in the building. Ah, hey. I know you. <laughs> I know you. I've heard of you. What? What? Man, that's an honor. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. But, uh, I've read some of your stuff, too. You. I've read some of your stuff, too. You're pretty freaking talented. Oh, oh man, I, I appreciate that. that. That's definitely an honor coming from no you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. My question is, uh, you know, you know, everybody talks about what inspires them, but uh, is there any specific thing that you do? Is it, you know, do you have to have uh, music on, or you know, a certain type of lighting, or you know, put on a certain pair of shoes or something to really get you uh, get your pen flowing? Is there anything like that that you do when you uh, when you're writing or trying to get inspired? That really. Wow, this is bad. This is bad, ladies, so don't take it the wrong way. There are times I'm on Facebook and I'll run into a, a female acquaintance and she changed her profile pic. And I was like, oh, wow, she she really wore that outfit. Or, wow. She, and I love women with glasses. It's one of my things I, I do. There's a poem about it somewhere on Reverb Nation, but I love women with glasses. So women, beautiful women, inspire me. Inspire me, excuse me. Um, I can write... Uh, I write pretty much everywhere on anything using my phone. I've got poems on napkins because I've been in a restaurant and wrote on napkins. It could be whether I'm eating, whether I'm drinking, where I am. Uh, the breeze hit me the right way. And I was like, oh, because I'm a pastoral dude. I love stuff in nature. Um, I live in Chicago, so it snows and it could be snow. Everything sort of gives me the beautiful thing about being a poet as opposed to, and this is not a diss because I, I write in other genres, so I can I know what that is. The beautiful thing about being a poet is there's a poem in everything. There's a poem in everything. So I could I, my favorite drink to drink is Coke Zero. And so I'll drink some Coke Zero and be like, oh, okay, all right, let's write. You know, and I get inspired and sit and write. And I write poems every day just because there's poems to write every day. And if I don't, I don't. You know, but everything, brother, everything just is inspiring to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the same way, basically. You know, you know, uh, a bird flying by and a feather falls, and that's an automatic poem for me. And I, I definitely yeah. feel what you're saying on that. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yep. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you uh, 
have you actually uh, you know, written, written uh, songs, per se? Uh, uh, I, I, uh, somewhere in between there, because when I, li- I find tracks and then I write a poem, th- there's this poem that I'm really enamored of um, that I wrote, and it's close to a song for me. It's called Question. And it's on um, it's on. I'll I'll drop the I'll drop it in my computer. It's so janky, but I'll drop it in the event, and people can check it out and check it out because I I I heard the beat and I listened to the beat like five times first, and then I started writing to it, and it has that. It it has that feel of a song to it. A lot of times, I you know I'm reciting my poem and I try to put it to a beat that's just as close. You know, songs have those breaks and those rhythms and I'm I'm not that dude I don't think yet but uh, that's pretty close there are a couple of poems that are pretty close to songs I believe I hope that answers your question oh absolutely absolutely and I'm not going to hold the mic I'm going to sit on back and enjoy the rest of the interview and uh, you're doing some great things and uh, you know much respect to you man and uh, keep on doing you man I like that thank you sir thank you sir I appreciate that thank you Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer thank you yeah you're welcome, Nikki, and thank you for the invite to the show. Oh, no problem. That's really cool. That's really cool that brothers are calling in. Mm-hmm. That is, yes. That's a different feel for me, I got to tell you. Oh, <laughs> 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 <I'm> serious. <laughs> oh, serious. Yes, it is. <laughs> See, you have love and respect, and... um. Both sets. I definitely appreciate that. It's usually the ladies who show me love. They usually show me love. (laughs) 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 I do have um, a question for you before we bring on our next caller from Southwest Ohio. Um, When did you know that you wanted to be a poet, an actor, a storyteller. Can you let us know when when you knew that's what you wanted to do? Um, I love poetry. I, I, like I said earlier in the interview, um, when I saw, um, when I read Cyrano de Bergerac, and then I read, um, what else did I see? There was something else about poems. And every time there was something that mentioned poems, I was just drawn to it. And I saw more and more literature I read that had something to do with poems. Um, I was like, wow, that's just so fascinating to do. I never thought of it as far as a profession or um, anything like that. I just thought, man, that's cool to write poems. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, hit a, I hit a bump. I had a bump in my life in uh, 2007. And then... I sat and I wrote my first book, wrote in like 30 days, Professional Heart of a Man. I wrote like 30 days, 29 days to be exact. And um, I was like, wow, you know, and it was really cleansing, that book. And then I just, it's been a progression. Everything is a progression from one genre to the next, from one type of poem, poetry to the next. Um, Storytelling thing, it's such a funny story. It's, in uh, June, June 25th, 
2012, 2012 or 13, I believe it was 12. I, I went to New York. I was um, in, where was I at? Where was I at? Where was I at? Where was I at? Uh, Brooklyn. I was in Brooklyn, right. And I visited a book club, and I performed a weekend, and they were really impressed with this particular poem about being bullied. Mm. And bully, it's called Bully My Chocolate Milk, and it, it's a narrative. It, it tells a story. So someone says, hey, you know, you're a darn good storyteller. And I said, oh, well, thank you. Came back to Chicago. I was just, you know, when you go do something, you, you get high from the doing, the adrenaline is flowing and what have you. And I said, um, man, I need to do something else because it was like another week before I perform again. I said, man, I need to do something. Maybe see about, maybe that's some storytelling or something like that. And there's this thing called a moth storytelling slam. Mm. And so I, I said, uh, I told Cotton Campbell, shout out to my partner, Cotton Campbell. Um, and and she was here in Chi-Town at the time. I said, man, I'm going to go to this. Let's just see what it is. And I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. So you go, I bought tickets ahead of time, you go, and you wouldn't believe how many people were here for a live, lit event. There weren't that many seats. There weren't enough seats. There were more people than there were seats. And there were more people than there was space. People were right, right up next to you, standing to you close. There's no room to really move. This place is packed for this small storytelling slam. And mm-hmm. it's mostly it's mostly white folks. I I think Cotton and I might have been the only black folks in the place. Maybe there might have been one person floating around somewhere. Maybe, but for the most part, it was all white. Folks. And I don't have anything against white folks. I'm just telling y'all what the demographic is as far as storytelling here and what have you. It's relevant. So I get called, and then you have to get your name called. It is an automatic thing. Because you could go and get your name called, and you got five minutes to tell your story, maximum is six. And I went up, mm-hmm. I was the eight-person call, told my story about being bullied, and I won that night. I won. Wow. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God. I was like, what? I mean, they were going crazy over this, this story. I mean, they were going crazy. Like, they were riding with everything I was saying, and, 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 and I'm a poet, and I performed in in. The poetry performance is a little different because people are listening to you and then they, they give you some applause at the end and people come up and tell you so on and so forth. This is different because they wrote, they gave reaction to everything. You say something, they gave reaction They gave reaction to everything in the story. They laughed when they thought it was funny. They were surprised when they thought something was shocking. Everything. Mm. So I have to win in there. And so since then, I've won three more times more. I've won four times. The most of any, because um, only one person has won more than me, um, and but I'm the only black person that's won this many times here in Chattown. So, and I, I do storytelling here, there, and other places. People ask me, but well, they don't ask me, and I want to say that too. Um, a lot of times, I don't get asked to do stuff. I just want to. I, I just I want to say that because it's important. Um, I don't get asked to interviews. I don't get asked to feature. I don't get asked to do this. And the stuff you see me do is because I went and I found the person and said, hey, how can I be a part of your show? Hey, how can I get interviewed on your show? Hey, how can I get interviewed on your blog? Um, and I follow up. I'm, I'm that dude. I'm, I'm not one to just sit and wait. Um, I'll follow up. Hey, I'm just following up with you, such and such, 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 such
I, I, I am. I, I don't have I don't have the luxury. Um, no matter how talented someone may think I am, uh, or I think I am, or whatever the case may be, I don't believe in that luxury of just waiting for somebody to hand me something. I believe I'm going to go get it. Now, if you say no a couple of times or whatever, or you can't fit me in, fine. I'm going to go ahead and move on and do that thing. But for the most part, that's the way that works for me. And that's, storytelling is definitely one of those because, um, like I said, it's mostly white. And my city is the number one segregated city in the United States for the second year in a row. So you can kind of get an idea of what it means as far as the art is concerned. So, and storytelling is, you know, even though it stems from Africa, um, storytelling here is is that, is that white-based thing. So here I am, this big old black dude, uh, bold, uh, outspoken, and here I come. And it's like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, up now. This booming <laughs> my voice doesn't sound like Poindexter. I got this booming voice. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. So there that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, right. man. <laughs> pretty- wow. Yes. And I want to welcome our chatterbug out there. Thank you for joining in tonight's episode um, the Kids Open Book 2 Talk Radio Show, uh, along with me and my co-host Ken and our special feature artist, um, James Gordon, a.k.a. GPA, a.k.a. Pencil. Um, so if you have any questions or any feedback, please do so in the chat, and I will definitely um, provide whatever you put in the chat over to our feature guest. So welcome again. Uh, right. So... I would love to go to our next caller from Southwest Ohio. Are you ready, Jane? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Let's try this again here. Okay. I'm trying not to uh, mute anyone else. I'm just, let's see if it works. This, uh, hold on. I'm coming. This tablet. That's the only thing. It's so small here. What happened? Okay. Wait. I did unmute him, then it went back to muted. All right, I'm coming back. Yeah, hold on. Uh-oh. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Hello, Romeo Donati. How are you this evening? Peace, love, and poetry. Wonderful, wonderful. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing very, very well. want to wonderful say congratulations to your feature this evening. Thank you. Hey there, how you doing? Um, I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, blessed weekend. Very good to hear that. Very good to hear that, my brother. Very good. I had to let the beagle out. Sorry about that, y'all. I had to let the beagle out real quick. He was tripping. <laughs> he was tripping. Congratulations to all your success that you got going on. Um, I have a two-point question. Hold on one second. I think um he had to let let out his dog. I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. Um, all right. Can you um repeat that, Romeo? Because it was like your phone was going in and out as well. I said I had a two part question. The first part of the question is, go by GPA and 
you feel very highly of yourself. What I wanted to know is, is there anything that you feel you don't enjoy about your poetry or there's something you want to become better at or something that you think that um, you may lack or want to improve upon? Great question. The second part of the question is, um, I'm sorry to, to cut you off, but I am hearing feedback in the background. Um, I hear like a TV or like some extra noise. Um, yeah. If you can either turn it down or maybe put yourself in mute or go to the next room because um, it was very hard to hear your questions, um, Romeo. Oh, who are you asking to mute? Well, I, don't know where, I don't know where the extra noise is coming from. So, All right. Hey. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ken. All right. Did you hear the question, James? I heard the first. I heard the first part. Yeah. Um, and then the second being... part of the. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I want to. I want to be a better uh, writer of novels. Um. My first novel. And I'm not, and I'm not ashamed to admit, I rushed it. Um, and you can see in some of the reviews, even though some of them, you know, tech they were talking about. But for my own self, I can tell you, I rushed it, and I rushed it through editing. And there were a couple of uh, mistakes that got past uh, the editor. And I really believe that was due to my anxiety to get it out. Um, uh-huh. So I want to, I want to write the second novel, Cool Summers. It's going, it's going be a huge upgrade. Warmest winter was pretty darn good, but we're going to upgrade. And I want to get more and more proficient with that aspect of my writing. Writing a novel okay. is not an easy experience at all. I just want to tell people. This I, heard that. I heard that. I heard it's totally different. It's it's another beast. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it, it's very time-consuming. Um, so that's why I take notes and write notes all the time on the next book. And I've been doing that for a few months now, so I have that where it wants to go. And I'm just going to take my time with it and, and bring it on out and give everybody a great product. But that's the one thing I do want to improve upon. Okay. And my second question is, what soundtrack would you best describe your poetry style? Wow. Wow. Um, wow, that's pretty good, Romeo. Um, you know, I always got the questions. Uh, what soundtrack would best describe my poetry? It really depends on which individual you're referring to, because if you're referring to Pizzle, it would be nine and a half weeks. The soundtrack that went to nine and a half weeks or something high-octane high erotic. Not, but the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack was dope. So that, that might be, the movie was eh, but the, the soundtrack was serious. So that would Either one of those two would apply to Pizzle. Um, for GPA, it would probably be something along the lines of if you pick a great love movie like um, Brown Sugar or something like that because GPA is a combination. He's a ladies' man um, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of smooth, debonair. And then for me, it would be something. It would probably be the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight soundtrack or something like that, you know, because I'm oh, always Batman, going back to the Batman theme. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's, 
yeah, the name James Gordon, you kind of just, you can't get away from it. So, right. But yeah, yeah, that, that was a great question. Yeah. Yeah. All right, again, uh, much blessings on all your success, and um, have a great show in um, New York, April 2nd. Thank you, sir. I wanted to tell you, uh, uh, man to man, um, I am a huge admirer of your work. I have not yet gotten, I got a chance to perform with you online on radio. I would relish the opportunity to do a show with you live. I really believe ladies will be going to the bathroom and, and, and wrenching out garments bringing out their undergarments if you and I did a show live. So I look forward to that opportunity, my brother. Ah, uh, man, that's that's a wonderful compliment. Thank you, sir. Thank you. No problem. I'm about to look you up on YouTube right now. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. Oh, man. Uh, yes, I could definitely concur with that. Um, thank you so much, Romeo, um, for coming out and showing your support and definitely those um, great questions that you provided Absolutely. tonight. Peace, love, and poetry. Y'all be blessed. Thank you. You too. Yeah, he's a real talent. He's he's a um. We were supposed to do a show once before, and then like mm-hmm. his schedule conflicted with him coming to Chi-Town. Cotton was putting together something. She had the same thought. She said if he and I were on the same Bill, it would just be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Your laugh is definitely contagious. You know that? (laughs) I don't know what it is. The ladies say they love that. It's the thing. The chuckle is something else. (laughs) It is definitely something else. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, um, hold on once. I'm trying to, because it looks like I'm having problems over here, trying to get back into my chat. And this is ridiculous. Um, I need to bring on the other caller. And I was chatting with uh, one of my chatterbugs, one of our chatterbugs in here this evening. And then all of a sudden I'm having problems here. All right, so... It is actually, wow, you know, time flies, which is, you know, pretty much said when you're having a good time and having fun, and that is definitely um, true. Um, Right now it is 8.20 p.m., and um, I would really love for you, James, to, um, because there's so much that you are doing, and, you know, for those that have not had the opportunity to come out tonight to listen to this, to this um, great man over here um, with many great endeavors that's going on for him to please check out the archive um, as well. And I would like for you to provide them um, the many ways of contacting you um, as far as with your your media aspect at this time. Um, Well, first and foremost, again, Thank you and Kim for having me on the Sunday evening. I really appreciate that. Um, first, you can always on Facebook is James Gordon. Just like it's spelled, I'm usually the first one that pops up. So that's first, and then everything else is pretty much um, Greatest Sport Live. It's trademarked. I trademarked the name, so you can find me under that. Except for the Twitter, it's funny because there's an eight in there instead of the first E. So but if you want to, you want to get that, I can always exchange that with you. But 
that's pretty much how you find me. Once you friend me on Facebook, then everything, you'll know everything else, but I tell you everything. Not everything <laughs> as far as my business and all that. <laughs> but I tell you everything. I tell you everything. Oh, man. All right. So, and you know, uh, definitely if you go into Google and put in Greatest Poet Alive, um, you will also be able to find um, GPA that way as well. And I do have, I want to go to the next caller, um, which is Paul Sanson, Divine Inspiration. He tests me, but I told him that I would bring him on um, to ask you. He had another question for you. I hope that is okay with you, James. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the quick question that I do have for you, can you just give us a breakdown quickly on who is James Gordon, who is GPA, and who is Tizzle? What is the differences between those three? Um, that's pretty That's pretty easy. Um, I'll go in backwards order. Um, Pizzle is like Freud. If you go to Freudian scale, Pizzle is the id. Pizzle is a wild card. He has no filter. He doesn't care. He's extremely narcissistic. Um, everything is about him. Uh, and he's erotic. He knows women like him. He tells women you like him. He, he tells women that. Man, he just goes and does his thing. He doesn't care. He, he knows he's the man, so he carries it like that. Um, GPA is the happy medium between James and Pizzle. GPA is a ladies' man, very uh, you know, well-dressed guy, very eloquent, outspoken, but, you know, he has a gentleman's discretion to him, more of a romantic than anything, um, with, and, and leans towards sensual but not erotic. And there's a, anybody who knows anything, they know there's a difference between the two. Um, and he is he was the first out of the three. He was the first. And then he sprung off James. James is, um, I won't say so much the straight arrow, but the he is the superego of Freudian scale. Um, pretty straightforward guy, very much a gentleman. Um, the calm for the storms are the other two. Um, and uh, pretty much an everyday guy. He's the everyday guy, you know. He's to take his mom to the store and hang out with his brother and walk with the beagle and such. So. Wow. Thank you so much for um, giving us the differences between the three. Thank you so much for that. And I would definitely have to say my first time um, having, like, contact with you uh, when I first started my show and – I was definitely in contact with GPA because I had oh, yeah. you on the show a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 you were. <laughs> that guy's really cool. That GPA yeah. is really cool. <laughs> He's a guy. I like him. I like him a lot. Yes, most definitely. That is so true. <laughs> Got a chance to hang out with GPA, and I'm 
super excited that we will be able to um, hang out with you on April yeah. 2nd. So we would get a chance to, I guess, um, which one would, well, I know, what, well, we not we will not be experiencing Pizzle um, because no. of the, the theme of the show. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we would be experiencing more of GPA. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. And yes, it is a difference between sensual and erotic. Most definitely. Most definitely. And um, are we gonna? Oh, go ahead, um, Ken. Because I was trying to unmute. You know, I was having problems with my chat. Right. <laughs> and you and you for the first of me on my end while having problems. It's just something yeah. about this network. Period. Point blank. Now, what's the difference between the two? I keep thinking about. When you mentioned earlier in the show about the three-headed monster. Yeah. Mm. Now, does that come up simultaneously or what? I'm just kind of just thinking Mm. on that right now because, you know, you got, you know, just James Gordon and then you have GPA. Now, what would be that third element and how those three kind of come together? Because I know my host, she's been bringing questions upon questions like, like clockwork. And I know you probably bring some erotic. You probably say you probably bring some stuff to Daddy that if I have her washing her laundry later on tonight. I have uh. experienced a lot of um, GPA's writings. <laughs> And I must say they are very, um, very good, um, very entertaining. And uh, 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 no, 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 <laughs> entertaining my, part my language, but part my ass. Uh, uh, entertaining my, uh, uh, no, no. I'm talking about when you go to bed, it's still playing in your mind. When you wake up, the thought still comes up. I'm talking about that. Not just, oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when it's. In you, in your mind, stuck in your mind, and you have not let that part go. I'm talking about that. <laughs> Anything can be entertaining. Yeah. Anything can be entertaining. I'm talking about oh my God. Have, any of, have any of this man's work, his erotic stuff, stuck in your head that you find yourself to stay there like, after a day or two or three, I still feel about this. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about, Akia. I'm serious. You know, I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. Now, Jay, have, have you ever had a, uh, any female, any female out there, when you ever done your show, have you ever had a woman that just came up to you and just told you about one of your amazing writing words that just kind of just stuck in their head for a minute? Have you ever had that happen? Um... I want to say, I want to answer your question without sounding like I'm bragging. But I'm just going to answer your question. All right. There, there was a show, and there's been more than one, but there was a show I did at the Living Room Lounge. It was in 2013. And the band, and I'd done one poem already, and people thought it was pretty good. I was mad about you. People thought it was pretty good. That was cool. Bunch of ladies. It was a book event. Bunch of ladies. And it's like May. And the place is a little warm, but not so much. And there's alcohol flowing and everything. And there's a band, and so the band starts playing uh, this song. And I said, "Hey!" And I knew the band. 
from another place on the internet. And, hey, they said, what's up, GPA? I said, can you play that for me? So they stopped playing it while the host was talking. The host says, why did you stop? And they started playing something else. And then when he introduced me, brought me up, I came up and did this poem called Drowned in 548. There's a video of me doing the poem. And you can watch when I get done with the poem because I take my towel off. I was wearing a suit. I take my towel off and throw it. And you can see women in the poem fanning afterwards. And <laughs> So, yeah, I get that with that and some of the poems I share. Um, when I put music to them, I, I get a. <laughs> you know what? Let me let me let somebody else talk to you. I'm I'm not doing it justice. Let me let somebody else talk to you. So all right. So this and by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, this is Tizzle. So let me thank you for having us on the show. Let me get right <laughs> down. I turn ladies on. They hear the voice. They give us the music, and then the chuckle. It's something about the chuckle. <laughs> it's something about the chuckle that does something to them, and I'm glad. And and, and all the time, the stuff in the inbox, the, the pictures, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I'm not one of those people who says, oh, no, don't come in my inbox telling me, by all means, please, come in my inbox and tell me how much you dig what I'm doing or you like me or you, you're turned on and leave your pictures. I appreciate that stuff. I do. I do in my private times. I do. I appreciate you. So, ladies, please, woo, <laughs> please continue to do what you do. It's so appreciated. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> please let me do a poem. Please let me do a poem now. I'm so jacked. I need to do a poem. I know some ladies out there waiting for a poem. Please. Please. A million. Please. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. I'll let y'all see some of the crazy. Let me dial it back. Let me dial it back. Got some Joker stuff going on here. Let me dial it back. Okay, all right. Sorry about that. It happens. <laughs> Personalities get merged sometimes, and it happens. So I hope I wow. answered your question. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Okay. Shoot. Okay, did I lose everybody? Oh, 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 and y'all just looking at me with the crazy face, like, oh, my God, what just happened? Yeah, I know everybody's looking, what just happened? <laughs> it happens, mm-hmm. people. It's one of those things. You know, everybody's got something. I got that. I got two other people inside of me. They just happen to be extremely talented, so uh, I work with it, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I got a beagle I just let in. He, Right by me. I'm in. I can't even explain that. I'm still just thinking, like, golly, what just happened? I'm kind of like everybody that's wondering what just happened. And it's like, it's like you took, it's like you took us into another world that we haven't been in, and we just experienced that, just 
right off the top, and then if they just come back, you know, back to normal. It's like, oh, okay, so now we see yeah. what you mean on that. So, yeah. man. Angelica's box. That's why if you if you read Angelica's box, when when you read Angelica's box, it happened just like that. I was in the middle of writing where GPA was, and uh, all of a sudden it went a different direction. You'll see it go. You'll see it go a different direction. And that's kind of what that was because certain questions are for certain people. So, like, mm-hmm. the questions, like, hey, what I can tell you, like, because I'm who I am, I won't really tell you that maybe women come in the inbox or, or whatever the case may be or they travel to see me and all that type of stuff. I wouldn't really tell you that. But, oh, shit, I just, I mean, shoot, I just did. But, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you did because we could quick. <laughs> Romeo knows what I'm talking about. Let me let me pass the book. Romeo knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, James, sir, I got a quick question for you. This is Paul, Divine Inspiration again. Okay. Everybody keeps talking about the the differences. What are the common denominators between Pizzle, GPA, and James Gordon? the common ground between the three? Because I know there's somewhere that you all meet together. Mm-hmm. Common ground, mm-hmm. The common ground is, and we have one mission, and that's to be the best at everything each one of us does, and does, excuse me, does individually and then forming as a collective. We just want to be the best. And we realize that we have to work in concert with each other in order to get that done. You know, it's not a matter of, oh, my God, I can't stand Pizzle or Tizzle can't stand GPA and so on and so forth. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's just a matter of, it's like a tag team. It's like a tag team. Tag in? Okay. okay. We got to go do some storytelling. James, that's all you. Get it done. We got to do some acting. James, that's you. Um, we got to be on the show. We need an interview. So either Pizzle or GPA do it. It really depends on the interview. It really depends on the nature of the interview. One time I sent, they, they, thought, uh, they thought I was coming. And mm-hmm. we sent Pizzle, we sent Pizzle instead, and it was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Uh-oh. laughs> oh my Ooh. God! That, that was something else. <laughs> so oh, you know, mm-hmm. Wait, I got a better one for you. This is bad. I just want to let you know this is bad. Okay, <laughs> Pizzle just whispered in my ear, but we're gonna share this. Brace yourself. <laughs> one time, mm. a lady came. A lady came to see me, right? And we uh-huh. were. Uh, together, and so she had the nerve to ask me in the middle of the thing as we were getting ready for to do the thing. She said, "Well, who's here?" <laughs> Wait, oh, wow. here comes. So she here comes. she was aware of your multiple personalities. <laughs> uh, they, they all they, that's why they that's why they love me, you know, because they think okay. I'm because I'm, I'm all that's why they love me. Part of it, you know, because they know I'm, I'm a little bit of a freak. All of us are. So I <laughs> oh, told her, you know, well, you asked for it. So I told her, I said, all of us. And I said it in three oh. different voices because each one of us has a different voice, speaking voice. I said, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so afterwards, wait, it, it's not done. Here it is. I said, afterwards, I said, listen, you could actually tell your girlfriend when you go back home that you were free by three different dudes at the same time because you actually were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a one-man orgy. 
Wow. <laughs> what does Big Daddy Kane say? I get the job done. Job uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken down. It's just broken down. See? On a Sunday. <laughs> I did have another question, if you don't mind me, Ken. Yes, sir. Go ahead, okay. And if you don't mind, James. Um, I heard you say earlier that you draw your inspiration pretty much from everywhere. Okay, and I, I can definitely relate to that. Um, but how much of you is actually in your pieces, if, if that makes sense? You know, because I, I know, like you were saying, um, I can get inspired just from like a word out of a sentence in the middle of the TV show, and that'll hit me and get me to writing. You know, so that it, I was inspired to write that, but not everything necessarily is everything, you know, really me going into it, if that makes sense. That's a great question. That's, that's a great question. Um, actually, I, I like to believe that everything is me, especially now. Uh-huh. Especially okay. now that fizzle is prevalent um, and there's this three-headed monster. Everything is like, okay, when I write Bobo or anything like that, that's all me. That, that's everything uh-huh. that I've experienced. There's not a lot of embellishment there. I may have forgotten a street where something happened, so I've I use a street that I do know, but otherwise, it's pretty much true, true to life me. When GPA writes about love and romance, it's either stuff he's done or would like to do. When Pizzle when writes about you know, stuff, it's stuff he's done. It, it's stuff that has happened. Um, so it, it's pretty much me. Okay. You know, it, cause I, otherwise, I couldn't give it to you um, in its truthfulness if, if it wasn't. Couldn't I couldn't tell it to you. I'm not really good at um. Well, GPA is good at writing fiction as far as the novel, because the novel was pretty darn good. But um, otherwise, the poems are just me. They have to be. They they have to be. Otherwise, I because I'm not I'm not that dude. Whereas I, I hit you with a bunch of metaphors or um, try to wordplay you. I just, I just my thing is I want you to visualize. I, I, that's my aspect on writing poems. I want you. I want to tell you a story in the poem, and I want to. I want you to visualize yourself in the poem. You know, I want you to be able to say, "Hey, you know, this is me. This is me with this woman, or this is this woman with her dude, or whatever." I want them to be able to look and read or listen and be like, "Yeah, they're there," and that's my niche on that. So yeah, it has to be real for me. It has to be me. Okay. Okay. A good answer too. I appreciate that. No problem. Wow. Thank you for those questions, Paul. Thank you so much. Oh, um, you're back. <laughs> Where'd you dip off to? <laughs> oh, I've been over here like multitasking, posting in the event room and oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Hey, Karen, I think she's still in that playing hooky mode. Man, the kid been at hooky mode for the longest. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> now wait, wait, hey, Paul. Hey, yeah. When we have when we have our show come back on, hopefully the next week or two, she'll be playing hooky then. So you might be playing This is gonna be the year Nikki plays hooky from the radio. Oh, yeah. so I guarantee I you. Watch. How you play she hooky, but that you be on the show? <laughs> she said, she can do that. <laughs> we might have to get Mr. Gordon here to give us a couple of couple of poems on the slide, and then we head over there in the background. I know what happened. 
That's oh my gosh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I'm, I'm oh sure my God. I'm serious. I'm serious. We are, we are, I'm, I'm just going to get inbox phone on Facebook. Hey, get the kid up. She's playing her girl. <laughs> give her something. Give her something that she can feel. Then I'm just going to oh just sit back and let it happen. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that's for another show. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. James, GPA, Tizzle. Um, yep. I want to say thank you so much um, for, and it's actually true, guys. He does not sit back. He did reach out to me first, um, and it was definitely an honor to have you on the show. Um, this man pretty much goes after, you know, what he wants and what he feels. Um, that would be a a a blessed opportunity for him. So, um, and he he goes after it. So, I want to say, you know, it has definitely been been an honor to have you on the show. And I mean, the many things that you are doing, I, you know, congratulations to many more great endeavors that is in your way, that's coming your way. Um, you. you are definitely talented. Um, you have a lot of great things going on for yourself. Um, so with that being said, we are going to wrap up the interview portion, and I would love for you to get into a piece, and for whoever's out there, um, if you would like to share a piece, Divine Inspiration, also Joe, the Verbal Mind Dancer. And it looks like we lost um, Romeo and the Chatterbug, because I know I was having problems, so more than likely um, that's how we lost them. So apologize on behalf of TalkShoe. And um, some other callers, I know some of the other callers out there, they pretty much come out to listen in and support because um, they enjoy the show and, and the artists that we do have or topics. And sometimes they just come out to enjoy the show. So if anyone else out there is interested, just hit star eight from your phone, and we would gladly bring you on. Um, but I want to say thank you again. Um, we are getting, like, the experience of all three tonight. And yeah. it has <laughs> definitely been a versatile show. Um, you definitely bring the variety um, the fun, the spunk, the fire to it. Um, I, I love your personality, and I cannot wait for April 2nd. Um, you will also, Paul, um, Divine Inspiration is one of the performers yeah. as well um, for Words okay. Unleashed. And then to have um, James Gordon, GPA. Um, unfortunately, we'll not be able to get to hear Pizzle, but maybe at the end of everything, we go all go like in a in a huddle or something, and you know, be over there like back in the you know when people be um, no. you know uh, how to be doing that was it in a little no. oh oh hello oh wow. It got real greasy real quick, didn't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> got real greasy. <laughs> she was like, tur, 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 like tur, 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 tur. <laughs> We could definitely do like a poet battle. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> what um, what piece? I would we would really love to hear the new piece um from you this evening, and as well as two a.m. if that's possible. Okay. Um, <clears throat> new new poem is called Mixtape. It's a uh, it's a GPA poem, so it's all good. And, and just for everybody to know, um, this only comes out like he's just there, but he he won't be on trip. Certain trips he doesn't go. He just doesn't because he knows he's he's there with me like his backup, but he doesn't go because he knows he's inappropriate. He just knows he's inappropriate. So okay, <laughs> but here this is a uh, this is mixtape. This is from uh, the mixtape uh, Cyrano de Bergerac mixtape. And uh yeah, so here it goes. I love watching a beautiful woman walk into the room. It's almost like listening to your favorite album or more like a mixtape. Because every time she puts her feet down, she puts her beat down. One, two, one, two, and my ears are perked up as well as my eyes watching her. Because every time she puts her beat down, it sounds one, two, one, two when she puts her feet down. And now we've got action. The music has started. And she's put a beat down, one, two, one, two, when she puts a beat down, one, two, one, two. And it carries the reverberation through her calves and her thighs. And from the reverberation that stemmed from her calves and her thighs all came from when she put her feet down. She put a beat down, one, two, one, two. And as I said, one, two, one, two, she put a beat down. When she put a beat down, it carried the reverberation through her calves and her thighs to the sway of her ample backside, which is not a switch, but a switch and a half. A switch and a half that came from the reverberation of her thighs and calves that all begin when she put her feet down. One, two, one, two. It's when she put her feet down. One, two, one, two. Let the music play. Because every time she puts her feet down, one, two, one, two, she puts her beat down, one, two. So it carries the reverberation from her calves to her thighs to her ample backside going with a switch and a half that rises to the swell of her mountains and the pointing of her peaks. And as much as I'm a gentleman, I cannot look away from the swell of her mountains and the pointing of her peaks that stems from the switch and a half of her ample backside that came from the reverberation of her thighs and calves that all began when she put her feet down, one, two, one, two. She put her beat down, one, two, one, two, and whoo, I'm gone. And when she put her feet down, one, two, one, two, she put her beat down, one, two, one, two, carried the reverberation through her calves and her thighs that went to the way, switch of her ample backside, carried up to the swelling of her mountains and the pointing of her peaks to the glory. That is her face. And now I look away because the shine, the evanescent shine is too much for me. And after all that I've went through, from her putting her feet down, one, two, one, two. She put a beat down. One, two, one, two. The carry to the reverberation of her calves and thighs and went to the wonderful sway that the foot of the half of a ample backside that came to the swelling of her mountains and those peaks that led me to look away from Mount Olympus that is her face. She has the perfect outro. 
when she speaks to me. And she asks, what are you looking at? And I respond simply, I'm listening to your mixtape. So walk, baby. Walk. My poem. Uh, uh, deep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that um that piece. Oh my goodness. And and like the perfect outro and you're listening to her mixtape of her walk, like yeah. that is so sexy and daring, like wow. I love it. I love that. It's something about it's something about um it's something about I've been on like sets and and places and, and it's not unique to one type of woman. But if you ever just sit as a dude, as a man, if you ever just sit and watch a woman, whether she's got heels or whatever, and you just watch her walk, and you just watch. Just watch the whole thing of it. Like dude you know, we got a favorite album. Like one of my favorite albums, um of, of all time, no judgment is, is a Genesis album. Turn it on again. I love Phil Collins' Genesis mixtape. Anything like by Fifty Cent or whatever, great mixtape. Uh, and you let it play, and you put it in your, you, and you're letting it play, and you're riding along or whatever, or you're at home, and you, and you like those of us came up with stereos. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Came up with right. stereos. You put the thing in. You, you put it on, and you're listening. And you're just vibing. That's the way a woman's walk is to me. Mm. Everything mm. is this this synchronicity, and er, every part of her is magic. And you're there, and mm. you watch. You know, you just you just watch, and you're like, yeah, that's that's dope. You may never even say anything to her, or to put, no, anything, but just to watch. Yeah. So that's what that's what that poem comes from. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hear you back there, James. <laughs> James, I mean Gina. Um, Paul is like, mm. he's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, man. And look, and don't let her have no curves. Don't, don't, don't let her have any curves or, or be curvy, voluptuous. Oh, oh, you're dog. <laughs> uh, it, 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 the whole brick house just the moving in the thing. Oh. 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 Listen, listen. I dropped a Ken. A Ken. I dropped that to Ken and Paul. I dropped that joint the other day. I dropped that joint the other day. The lady said, she quoted me. She quoted me. She says, Walk, baby, walk. She quoted wow. me saying she says, oh, my. She says, oh, my God. She said, had to come yeah. and listen. They say, well, how do you come up with this stuff? I said, man, I'm telling you, I like ladies. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> like ladies, you pay attention. I pay attention. Let me, excuse me, gentlemen, let me, let me just address the ladies real quick. Let me just say something to you that a lot of y'all are sleeping on. And, 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 and you talk about you want it, but you don't want it because you don't go out and get it and you don't let yourself have it. There are dudes like me, right? We ain't pretty. 
We ain't got funny colored eyes and no dimples and no bulls like that. Nothing. I'm, I'm freaking gorgeous, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we appreciate women. I notice when you put the highlights, that I freak women out all the time when I tell them, you changed your hair. From last week to this week, you 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 added some blonde to your hair? I'm on set with ladies. Just, yeah. You noticed it? Yeah. Oh, oh you did this. Oh, I like that. Out, you know, stuff. That somebody you, that you running behind won't pay any attention to, there's dudes like me, we pay attention to you. Mm. We dig what you do. You've been at the gym. You've been on the elliptical machine. I see you. You're working. I dig it. So get your mind right. There's dudes out here. I ain't, this ain't just me. There's dudes out here who pay attention to you, put you on that pedestal with the respect that you're supposed to be as long as you reciprocate it. We don't mind heaping the, the compliments. This is just the truth on you. Mm. But you got you got to mail with us now. You got to mail with us. That's all. I had to get that. I had to slide that in. Mm. Slide that in. <laughs> mm. Welcome, for real the poet. How are you? Take your socks off. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> said, I know, I know him guy. too. I know these people. I know these people. This was, <laughs> hey, just, no diss. No ladies called in tonight. No, no ladies want to, you know what? Y'all know I'm coming to something? Are y'all we scared? Usually, our- ladies. We had a couple of ladies that did call oh. in, but it was but mainly men. Ladies, ladies, ran off. I didn't mean to run yeah. y'all off. <laughs> I didn't mean to. You know, that usually doesn't happen. Usually the ladies, wait, I was on the show the other day. We're going to try to bring them back. Hey, listen, they, they come and say, I was listening. Did you know I was listening? And I'm, this is me on the other end of the inbox when they tell me they were listening. Two things. Number one, of course, I'm appreciative that they were mm-hmm. listening. But yeah. number two, how the hell can I see if you were listening if I was on the phone and you were on the phone, but you weren't calling me, you were calling in. I don't know how that works. I don't know, but I appreciate you, boo. I appreciate you tuning in. But no, the ladies and brothers, don't get it wrong. I, I dig the fact that that just doesn't happen to me. I'm just going to be real honest. <laughs> Dudes don't call in. Brothers don't call in to show love to me. It doesn't happen. No, well, no, it for real. Tonight. Yeah, hey, and I'm appreciative. I can't wait to post my status. I can't wait to post. Oh, my God. <laughs> the strangest thing happened tonight. I think all my ladies, wait, I think all my ladies may be oversaturated with me because I've been on a couple of interviews this week, and so they've had to listen right. in. So they said, we're not going to listen in tonight. Forget you. We're not just following you. They're like, we're not just following you. Oh we're not God. stalking you. We're not just into you like that, GPA. It's not all about you, GPA. This is what they say. It's not about you. <laughs> Sounds about you, GPA. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> not about you. This man is a trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is it about. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who's it about, dear baby? If it's not about me, who's it about? Oh, oh. my God. She got on Facebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not what they told me, Nakia. When they post the pictures in my inbox, that's not what they yes. told me. That's not what it was about me. Where's the love? 
Oh, oh, my God. I can't. I don't, you know, hey, listen, dudes, y'all called in tonight, and that's great. But on a cold night in Chicago, I, I don't get dude love. That's not my thing. You know, I, I need. <laughs> Chicago needles. Oh, my God. I, I need to get a Coke Zero because it's broken down. Oh, my God. What the heck happened? What happened? Oh, Ken, this is your fault. Ken and Paul, this is your fault. I don't know what happened. This is what happened. The interview was going along real smooth. Like we were talking about books and stuff like that. I was dropping some lessons and all that. And then all of a sudden it was just you two with me. And all of a sudden you let the other character creep out, like, he just said, oh, I'm invited to the party. So he comes <laughs> on out. And here we are. And here we are right now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Thanks, fellas. Thanks a lot. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're so, oh, that was so nice of you to do that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad to be in service to you, my brother. You love me. Y'all are crazy. This is like the You like any other part so you you like you got what you got. Me and Paul got what we got. So hey, it even. One one little fun and I say, Hey, we do what we had to do. The kid had her phone already. Every part of the show, hey, we gonna get ours. See, now, we, now, now, Paul, we gotta find a way yeah. to get this guy on our show at some point and bring <laughs> the same kind of fire. We gotta bring that same guy right back out because um, this side here, we like they still like that first part. She you said, that you said, we got ours. Can't you said we gotta get that same guy out here? Don't you mean all three of them? Hey, we can't send one invitation. Now, the, the other two might get jealous. We can't just send one invitation. We don't have those type of issues among us. We don't have that going on with us. We, we uh, tell you know, but but right? I'm just telling you, let's see, let's see, be careful. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got some interviews. Wait, I got some interviews when it was just Pizzle. Wait, I got to tell you this. It was an interview. It was just Pizzle. It was just him. Lord have mercy. It, it was just, it was just, it was, yeah, it was just, it was something to sit there and watch it. It was like a highlight reel, but it was just bad. I mean, it was just, there were women, and then I was in the chat room that day, and the women were just losing their freaking minds, and it, it, uh, mm, so you don't need, you don't need that on a Sunday. Just, you don't need that on a Sunday. You don't need that. Oh my gosh! But yes, they these guys are right here. Paul, Sam, broken down. Ken and James, they have their. It's your fault. Um, I blame you. I blame you. But you got off. You got off the call. You got off the call, and it just went left. It was fine. You left us all there together. Like it was like a boys' club. We just left us all here together. You, you know what it, You know what it was like. This is what it was like. It was like all three of us were married. This was like like all three of us were married, and the three wives went to Jamaica or something and left us for a week 
and we're all in the house, and, and we got ESPN on. We got wings and pizza and beer and strippers, and it just it went left. Oh, oh, that's what that was like. <laughs> Thanks, Nakia. Thanks a lot. What? I've been here the whole time. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't happen. Oh, my God. I don't have anything else. I'm done. <laughs> well, I get well, these interviews over. <laughs> it just bad. It just went bad. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh no. We, well, I do have someone else that raised their hand that would like to speak with you. It is another man. It's a real poet. <laughs> We did um, have Crystal. We had another woman that was lost in the chat. It was mostly men tonight. We were showing the numbers from love. That's why we waited for the women to come out and play. All the other guys were shouting tonight. Y'all supposed to be out coming show this brother from love. What the fuck are y'all trying? Y'all need to come out of Ireland and come on and speak up. Showing the brother some respect. Showing the brother some respect. You know how it is, brother. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. It is hard to get men out to the shows. It is. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty hard to get men out to the talk shows. So to have mostly like a male audience tonight, that is definitely one of the first. I ain't never seen that. Maybe they won't talk to you, Nikita. Um, maybe I'll run over there and talk to you tonight. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think so. Show respect. That's all. Show respect, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Joe, the verbal mind dancer. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. So you mind if so. I share a quick piece with the, with the audience? Say that again. Do you mind if I share a quick piece with the audience? Um, no. Do you mind, James? No. All right. Let's get it in. Okay. This is called If I Gave You My Love. Love comes and goes, then lingers as a memory. If I gave you my love, what can you give to me? No swatches of flesh will define my character. If I gave you my love, what comes after? Fine wines and rich foods, yes, they get to my heart. If I gave you my love, are you just playing a part? No hollow smile can persuade my perception. If I gave you my love, will you share your reflection? Relief follows pain, laughter behind tears. If I gave you my love... Were you for you or your peers? No outside stimuli shall deter my devotion. If I gave you my love, whose soul will I be holding? The artistic elements of life draw me in so deeply. If I gave you my love, can I have yours completely? No shallow streams can submerge my soul. If I gave you my love, would you be just as bold? I get a brief glimpse of forever in your eyes. If I gave you my love, is your just disguise. No one except you has gotten this close. If I gave you my love, will it reside in the empty host? It's raining now. At times, a mask for my tears. 
If I gave you my love, will they all but disappear? No days have gone by without thought of you. If I gave you my love, could you truly give me yours too? In poem. Wow. That is I love that. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you back yes. in the background snapping your fingers at Akilah. I was snapping my fingers, yes. You snapping your fingers, <laughs> roll your head, and you dancing and all that stuff. You did all that in one take. Yes, 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 yes. Verbal mind dancer. My mind was dancing to that piece. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all are crazy tonight. Oh my goodness. Me with only you men. Unbelievable. Oh, the ladies left me by myself. <laughs> They're sold out. They're sold out. We're going to leave the key hanging by ourselves tonight with all these guys. <laughs> all her boyfriends on the show tonight. Hey, we ain't going to come on there and steal the show. <laughs> I'm calling y'all women out. Haters, 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 haters. Oh, my God. Anyway. Well, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the show. I mean, um, all these black goddess and kings on the show. I mean, you want to join this. This is like your fantasy right here. All these gorgeous <laughs> men you hear, the, the feature guest, then you got the Nitty co-host and the uh, other two other other uh, hosts, which is Brother Paul. We had uh, we had Romeo earlier. Then you uh-huh. got Mind. All these uh-huh. other, this is like a little little girl's fantasy with all these men, and you just <laughs> oh, you are in cloud nine right now. So you oh bask in the moment. <laughs> bask in the moment. Just bask oh in the moment. That's all I got to say. I'm hush now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that piece, Verbal Mind Dancer. Um, oh, I appreciate, appreciate you having me. Oh, no problem. You have definitely been coming out and showing out on both shows um, from the first time you came on to the cocktail hour. Um, so I really appreciate your your support. Thank you so much. We really do. I appreciate Um, it. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) All right. We do have what I would like to do at this moment in time is because I would love for you, James, to share um, another two pieces with us before we end the show, if that's okay with you. Um, Does time permit that for you? Sure. I I got two guys on. Two guys on right now. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna switch up and uh, give them something a little different. Since you know, I wanna give them something a little different. So if that's all okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yes, most definitely. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yes. I, I like, I like that. All right, that's yeah, great. Mm-hmm. I know you do. <laughs> I think well, I'm gonna get a little. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get a little help on this one. I think I'm gonna get a little help on this one. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Still- <laughs> Uh-oh. Take it. <laughs> As I stared in the reflection of the mirror, he asked me with a snarl on his face and his baritone guttural, who are you? What are you? 
Without a moment's contemplation, this is what I told him. I am the monster under the bed. I am the boogeyman hiding in the closet, except when you come with your friends to verify my existence, I am not there. But when you come back to retrieve your coat or your jacket, I am the one handed it to you, fangs hanging from my mouth, saliva dripping because I'm ready to devour you because I'm ravenous. I am Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Pennywise, Freddy Krueger, and Pinhead. And no matter how many times you think you vanquished me or killed me, I come back every time they create another sequel. I am Professor Zoom. Lex Luthor, the Joker, Grodd, the Gorilla, Simon, Bar, Sinister, and Rip Rap, and their respective superheroes that engaged them in battle daily. And this is the clear illustration of the perpetuality of good versus evil. I am the proverbial fly in the ointment who shows up at the picnic and you swing swat at me. I don't go anywhere. I do tap dances in the potato salad. I do backstrokes in the cold fall. And I'm swinging from that fork, right? You're getting ready to place that rib in your mouth. And these are the metaphors of permanence to show you what I truly am. I am the hatred and resentment of Beelzebub as he stands in the bowels of hell with his middle finger extended towards heaven, still angry because he got cast out. I am the resignation and the disappointment of the Almighty himself, for he knew when he created Lucifer, he would have no choice but to do so. I am dark-skinned, and all the people that possess it, and no matter how many slave ships with diseases you thought could put us on and kill us, no matter how many times you put chains on us and thought you would enslave us, how many whips you cracked at us, dogs you sicked on us, water you sprayed at us, no matter how many epithets that were hurled without and within our own ethnicity, it's dark-skinned, and the people that possess it are still here, and not even weather contemporary because all we do is put olive oil, baby oil, lotion on it. It goes better back than normal. I am the bully, the bullied and the bullied who stood up to the bullied. If that makes no sense to you, let me make it plain. I am Debo. I am Red who had his chain snatched by Debo. And I'm Craig who picked up the brick and smacked Debo upside his head with it. And these are the metaphors of permanence to show you what I truly am. And I confess to all listening that I am an addict. But there are no pipes. There are no blunts. There are no bottles. There is nothing of the sort. There is simply me, this guy, who writes ten poems to make room for the next ten poems and the next ten poems. And if you multiply that by 10,000 poems, I've got to get those poems off my forethought because in the back of my mind, there are ten more poems waiting to come out. There is me using social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just to rid myself of those ten poems. There is me who goes to open mics within my city and without under assumed names, and I take my three, five, however many minutes they give me and perform like I should be the feature and should there is me that received the invite in the mail, and I don't know how I got it. But I go and I get my ball head shaved, my goatee lined up, get my suit out to clean us, rent me a car that's better than the one I drive, and I go. You won't believe who's there at the gala. One corner, there's Wordsworth and Blake. In another corner, there's Nikki Giovanni and a cipher with Langston Hughes. And I bow my head in remembrance. Tears fall in my eyes. The gray-haired lady approaches me. She lifts my face by my chin in a cane signature to only Dr. Maya Angelou rest in peace. She says to me, my child, 
you are home. No longer am I lost and wayward. This life of mine has a purpose to an end. This dark skin that I'm in, though beautiful, is just temporary. In this circle, this metaphors of permanence come closed like the things in a circle do. Because I realize who and what I am. And I stared back at the man in the mirror and I said to him, I am a poet. And the metaphors of permanence are now closed. My poem. Oh. Wow. That was deep. Yes. Oh, no, man. Wow. And that was uh, the help from Pizzle? Hello, James? Yeah, the, the dog started barking, so I had to let him out. <laughs> okay. He's sitting there. I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm on the interview still. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> really? Right oh now? Oh, my God. I'm in the middle of the poem. Look, telepathy. I'm telling you, dude, I'm in the middle of the poem. Just let me. I'm almost finished. He's like, F that. I'm ready to go right now. Like, <laughs> whatever you want. You're the man. Oh, my God. Oh, you. my goodness. Wow. Huh? Thank wow. That piece was that piece was dope. Thank you. I have to use the eighties the eighties and nineties terminology for that one. Thank you. I like dope myself. Not not the stuff, yeah. but using terms. <laughs> 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 you cleaned that up real quick. Everybody <laughs> saying, Ooh, for real? Look. That's why I want no ladies on the line. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want to uh, definitely bring on For Real the Poet um, for him to share a piece with us as well. And then Paul and Ken, are you sharing a piece? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> um, and then James, I would love close to show and that's we're gonna close the show out. That's what we're gonna do. Close the show out. Good night. That's it. That's it. And that's I would sure. love for for you, James, to close us out with a with a piece. Um, I'm not too sure if you would like to, but I would really love to hear that piece um, about being bullied. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I huh? Kind of like what I'm doing, being a bully. Oh, bullying, bullying me tonight? It's okay. Nah, not not too much. Not too much. Uh, I can't believe you're not that going right now. That's not right. I would have gone your breath. Oh, you ain't no fun to even play with no more. Uh-huh. I, 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 no, no, hey, hey, hey. Don't count in front of these guys now. It's, yeah, it's your show, but don't count in front of these guys now. I will, I will come back to that. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being nice. I'm being, I'm being extra nice this year. I, I ain't been crying like I used to. I, I guess because I'm getting my. older and, uh, you know, you get to the point you have to stop playing. Well, you can still you play, but probably yeah. not as much, probably. Anyway, I'm going to see you guys do what they do. I'm just going to play and not play. That's all. Um, 
But, yeah, I would love to hear that piece, Bullied My Chocolate Milk, um, for okay. you, James, to close out the show with us this evening. And we are going we are going to bring on For Real the Poet to share a piece. And then uh, Paul Sanson, a.k.a. Divine Inspiration. And then we're going to have our special feature artist, um, James GPA Pizzle, um, to share a piece titled Bully My Chocolate Milk. All right, so we're going to unmute Pharrell. Uh, mute me there. Hello, Pharrell. <laughs> Take your socks off. What's going on, baby? What's up, GPA, baby? What's going on, baby? What's up, my brother? Hey, man, long time no see, man. I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy, too. I know that guy, too, man. Yo, it's good to hear your voice, man. It's been a long time. And you reminded me just of how crazy you was, man. I had forgot about that. But uh, I'm <laughs> over here, man. Y'all got my face cracking. I'm hurting over here, laughing to death over here, man. Hello to everybody else, Paul and uh, Ken and everybody else. Uh, uh, Joe, the verbal mind dancer, man. Y'all, y'all got it going on, man. I'm just having a good time listening. But GPA, man. Um, hey, man, it's, it's good to really hear you, bro. And uh, you deserve this feature and um, and many more, bro. You're doing great things for poetry, man. And um, I've always been enamored by your, your talent. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to hear you right over here at Nakia. Nakia be having the hottest people up in here, man. That's because that's, that's Nakia is a stalker. Let me tell you. Um, uh, was, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait a minute. What did you say? Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean that. No, it came out wrong. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me, I feel bro. She got you too, bro. She got you too. Hey, wait, wait, wait. When she had the other show, right, she was saying she would come in afterwards. James, you weren't on the show tonight. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't, even, I, I, I didn't even know there was a show. What happened? But she's like, oh, I expect to see you next week. I'm like, okay. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> anymore like that anymore. Big time. You know. Big time. You don't <laughs> Look, just got to show off the ground. You're like, oh, no. You better come to me. You better come to me. <laughs> you still talking right now? She hey. It took me. To get on the show. It takes three inboxes to get past a high. How you doing? I already told her, hey, I'd like to be on your show. How are you, James? How have you been? What? <laughs> <laughs> She's screaming? Are you screaming me? Really? Uh, I believe you, bro. I've been through that one right there. Oh, gosh. Yes. Because, you know, I, I'm, oh, I have always been like that. I always love to ask people, like, well, how are you? You know, how are you doing? You, you good? Okay. And then we can get into the conversation. 
That's the key. You guys know I do that. I'll be like, y'all can just ask a question, and I'll be like, oh, how are you? Are you good? Your day's going good? Okay. So what's up? <laughs> I don't know. I look at the phone and she lost her mind. Like, what the hell is wrong with this woman? Why is she, why is she doing this? I mean, I don't know about your business. <laughs> I like to make sure everyone is good first before we get into a conversation. No, but, uh, I don't be lying. I don't be lying all the time. I don't be lying. I tell her this just for her to, get, just for her to go away. I don't be lying half the time. I have to give my deal we going through. I just don't want to say the truth sometimes. I just like, hey, it's going great. I don't be lying. <laughs> I don't be lying. Every Sunday, this Sunday, I'm good. But then oh with, I just tell her stuff, just be telling it. Just, uh, just let her not worry about me. Oh. Oh, my foot. Then you got... I'm your nephew. Be quiet. Where you at? He's in the other room. He's in the other room. Oh, he, he never come over to him and say hi to everybody? I want to say hello to the little champ. Yeah, yeah, this, this, is not, this, this is not my time to talk. Okay, I'm going to let the uh, special guest do what he do his thing. I'm going to get back on the couch somewhere and chill out. I'm going to let you guys say it until we close the show out. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and get some Kool-Aid and drink some cherry Kool-Aid. That's it. <laughs> oh, my Cheerio. gosh. You guys are crazy. Um, For real. Look who brought us on. It takes <laughs> one to know one. Hello. I'm here. What? Say what? Say not. Um, okay, I am a little. A little. I'm a little crazy. A little. My fuck. Come on. But it's a good crazy. It's a good crazy. <laughs> Crazy, I'll see you next, so she's a bit of nothing to make. Little loca, little loca. Um, now, you, you be all over here, straight jacket, loca. <laughs> you need to rock your tail up in a consolidated fire room in a little yellow box somewhere. We, we, we know you came out of that room. No, then I would explode because I'd be too confined. What are you talking about? <laughs> what happened? You were too confined. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the rendezvous interview. <laughs> it's okay. All right, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to leave Aro. All right, bye. Oh my gosh. I love you, Ken. Um, bye. Pharrell. Love you, Ken. Bye. Pharrell, thank you so much for coming out and showing some love and some support. You see how I'm getting gained up? You know, I used to stalk a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, listen, where you at? Where are you? They come out, you know? Yeah. But now, I'm being stalked. Oh, wow. Like those. <laughs> I hear you, sis. I hear you, sis. We all have our moments. We all have our moments. Hey, GPA, by the way, Sister Taraji sends her love, man. She's driving. She just texts me because uh, I let her know that you was on. And she just sends her love, man. She just, man. Tell her, I said, oh. oh, my. Let me tell you, if there's anybody always showing me love, like on a constant, whenever on Sunday night, I go over to their show. They always have something going on. They mm. always let me be packed, but they let me. They, man, we got a couple minutes for you. Let me get in. Tell that sister, hey, love you back. Good to hear from you. You ever come to Shot Town? You know you want a feature. Let me know. You know I host my show every second month. Come on down. Nice. Nice. I'm yeah. on mute. I definitely let her know, pal. Thank you, sir. All right, Pharrell, what do you have for us this evening? 
Okay. Well, um, what's the what's the flavor? What kind of flavor y'all putting out here? Hmm. Well, let's see. The flavor that we have had this evening is pretty much like sensual. We then had um, uh, like romance. Um, pretty much that sensual type of thing tonight. I guess it's more like uh, your your sensual tone. Oh, where's no, that? No, 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 no. It's not that bad stuff. Get it. 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 I'll probably be changing the mode and everything like that, but I'm going to just do this piece called, um, damn, I don't even think this piece is named. This piece is not titled, but I'll go in with this. This is is neither sensual or sexual or any of those things. So, uh, you know, in the nature of For Real the Poet, I'll just come out with it, all right? All right. All right. Stepping outside of myself to feed myself. See, I've been restrained myself, brainwashed and chained by stuff, although free branded like marked. Marked like cattle, I feel the ancestral pain caused by slavery. God spiritually purged me. Set me free from religion and things that move me further from instead of closer to thee. I'm stepping outside of myself to feed myself. It's too much self inside this shell, but sometimes it must be about self. Cause if no one loves you, you have to love yourself. Pat yourself on the back, encourage yourself. Lift yourself up, take yourself out, and treat yourself. You need yourself to be the best yourself you can be. Yourself. Be the best self that you can be. I'm stepping outside of myself to make room for the most high in me. See, I'm that SOB who's had enough. See, I'm dealing with poverty and racism. I won't tell you how I really feel about it, but you need to know about this. I've been through way worse shit, and I've been delivered from it, uh, delivered from ish and shit that was toxic, touched by the most high, broke from the chains of bondage. See, now I'm free, free from those evil substances. Yes, it stings, and that's it left an ugly scar, but I can do all things faithfully. See, I've come too far. For a minute, I was affected by the nonsense. Yes, it hurt. <laughs> Felt like I was drowning. Mm, I'm just human. My confession it was weakness. I was drowning in this ditch full of pity. I fell in no lie. I wanted to dig deeper and see. I wanted to give in. I confess I was a mess, but healing comes. It's a process. See, there's no S on my chest. See, bullets I'm unable to deflect. See, no matter. No matter. It's up the heart. I have to smile at shit. I've survived two heart attacks. I've been unchained from folks with hearts that were black. See, drugs free from years removed from the taste of crack, weed, and alcohol free from it all. Free. Free from the abuse, verbal and physical. I once was blind, but now I'm allowed to see this new. See, I've been through some shit. Some fucked up mess. But I held on. Like I said, it's a process. 
I just had to hear it for myself. Had to remind myself that I've been through way worse shit. I've been through way worse shit. Way worse shit. And I lived. So I'm stepping outside of myself to free myself. See, I've been restrained myself, brainwashed by chained by shot, and I lived. You know why? Because I stepped outside of myself to free myself. See, I've been restrained myself, brainwashed and chained by stuff. Although free, still branded, marked like cattle, I feel the ancestral pain caused by slavery. God spiritually purged me, set me free from religion and pain that moved me further from instead of closer to me. Stepping outside of myself to make room for the most high of me in peace. Wow. Mm, for real. Definitely coming out um coming out raw once again. Uh the last couple of times I've heard you, um you've been coming like unclothed, like you've been been sharing a lot. And I wanna thank you for that piece. Thank you for yeah. real the poet. Yeah. Thank you. No surprise, man. No surprises. <laughs> thank you, thank you, sis. Thank you. Wow. Yes. I had uh for real the poet the honor of having him um featured a couple weeks ago and I think pretty much uh they was you, myself, Cotton. We were unclothed that evening. We came like we stripped we stripped away a lot that night. So, um and once again he, he comes through and take off his socks and everything else once again. So thank you for that. And we have Sister Taraji says in the chat room, one of our chatterbugs, please tell GPA I can't call because I'm in a restaurant, but let him know I sent all my love. No doubt. No doubt. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Thank you, Pharrell. Hey, no problem, baby love. GPA, much love to you, my brother. You too, my brother. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, what you about to say, Jane? No, I thought he, I was just saying peace and love back. I appreciate him. I was just making sure you heard me. I heard you, brother. Okay. <laughs> oh, so much love up in here. Um, I, would, <laughs> I would love to go to um, Paul Sanson, Divine Inspiration. Um, to share your piece, and then we will be closing out the show with GPA sharing that piece titled Bully My Chocolate Milk. Um, and this, you know, this piece is much needed, um, something that a lot of children um, goes through on a day-to-day basis is being bullied. Um, and we will be closing out the show with that, that piece this evening. All right, are you ready, Paul? I don't appreciate you throwing me out here with these monsters. <clears throat> I feel like a, I feel like a Chihuahua running around with a bunch of Great Danes. <laughs> <That's> powerful. <laughs> I, look, that's why you backed out, Ken. <laughs> Man, looky here, looky here. Ooh wee! <sighs> but um, I'm gonna share a little short piece. Um, it's from a a series of poems I'm writing called Restoration of a Race. And this is uh, part four, and I'm in the process of working on part five now. Um, 
One child at a time, we can stay our tide of destruction by loving and caring for our youth with love and godly instruction. A child needs our love and guidance, not television and electronics to show affection. No wonder they grow up and mature and we receive contempt and rejection. Teach a child while they are young, and those lessons will mold a life. Give them the tools to rise above this world's debauchery and strife. The salvation for us as a people lay in the hands of our young. The restoration of the family union is mandatory and benefits everyone. Look at the young being reared today, disrespectful, entitled, and uncouth. Ironically, it's not all their fault. Much of it comes from lack of truth. We as the parents and the elders have failed our youth in this, too caught up in selfish pursuits to instruct them in righteousness. The Bible tells us that a fruit, excuse me, the Bible tells us that a tree is known by its fruit, and the fruit of any people are its young, are hours of ill or good repute. It's up to each one of us now to lead by a godly example. This is how their shortcomings may be cast down, overcome, and trampled. We must restore our relationship with God. That's our only hope. Cease abusing our young, mistreating our women, and poisoning ourselves with dope. Forsaking the glamour of this world and aim for his streets of gold. Abandoning our worldly pursuits. Allow God's righteousness to take hold. So won't you join me in this restoration of a race? Let's restore and elevate ourselves and return to our rightful place. Positioned at the throne of God, honored to do his will. Praising God for his love and sacrifice at Calvary's Hill. And peace. Yes. Restoration of our race, of a race. or was it restoration of a, race. of a race? Okay. Yes. Nice. And you said that part, what part is that? That's part four. Part four. There's another part, uh, one of the other pieces that talks about, um, it, it's called Restoration of Nubian Queen, and it, 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 it's to uplift our women, you know, we, and and kind of, talk to the men too about the way some men have just beat women down and they've, and the women have allowed themselves to be beat down, you know, referring to them as our, our hoes and our bees and everything. And, and, you know, it's gradually tearing them down. The woman has been the backbone of our race, been the backbone of a, of a strong black man historically. And nowadays, you know, for a girl to look at and say, Oh yeah, I'm his bee. I mean, what, what, what's up with that? <laughs> you know, mm. we started, and it really doesn't matter whose fault it was. It's 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 just something that needs to be faced. Mm-hmm. Every woman is, is, is a queen and should be treated as. And then it comes to if the woman wants to allow herself to be treated like a queen because a lot of the women, unfortunately, does not is not aware that they are queens. I hear a lot of background noise. Back. Um, if you need to mute yourself, please do. Oh, that James. might be um that might be James getting his beagle. Uh, <laughs> I want to say uh, Paul Divine. Oh, it looked like his his phone got disconnected. Wow, 
I want to thank Paul, divine inspiration, for that piece. Um, okay, he's back. Who, James or the Beatles? Um, Paul, his call got dropped. I wanted to thank you, Paul, uh, for that piece. And um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and keep on continuing, you know, with with what you're doing with that restoration of a race. And it keep muting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so what I want to say before we get into Jane's piece for the evening, um, you know, we we will be looking forward to well, pretty much like part two of his children's book, um, which was Hi, My Name is Bobo, to Here Comes Bobo and Scooter. Um, this children's book will also be touching on being, you know, dealing with bullying. So, you know, we can definitely look forward to that, and this is much needed. Um, also, the second part to Warm as Winter will be Cruel Summer. Um, also, you could catch Jane Gordon on the Empire for the upcoming season once again um, that will will be broadcasting live once again on March 30th for Empire. Um, also, you know, he, also you could catch him in the Batman versus Superman. Um, he will have a part in that as well. Um, plays really? a photographer. And also, James is a comic book nerd, so you know that was definitely, um, definitely a congratulations on that because to be a comic book nerd and to be have a part in Batman versus Superman, um, that's that's a great accomplishment as well. You have many great accomplishments, many great uh, future accomplishments coming for you, James. And um, can you? Can we be seeing you in any other pictures, any films or um, TV series besides the ones that I have mentioned? Um, once again, thank you and Ken for having me on your show. Thanks uh, to every all, all everybody tuning in, all the brothers coming in and showing love. I greatly appreciate it. I made a joke about it, um, but I just want you to know I, I appreciate that. You know, it's not a thing I get often, so I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate that respect back. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in or who will tune in afterwards. Um, I was just on last week's episode of Chicago Fire. I'll be on an upcoming episode of, uh, I think it's this week or the next week of Chicago PD. You can see me in the, um, there's a movie, a Charlie Theron movie that's still untitled. I just played, while wow, ironically, a photographer in that as well. Um, what else, what else, what else, what else? Uh few episodes of PD. Then there's another thing coming to Netflix. Um, it's called Monopoly. I played, um, I played a dinner guest in that, and then uh, I got the chance to stand in for Hannibal Burris, the comedian. So, but you'll see me. You know, there's, there's, there's a few things you'll see me. Oh, and make sure you stay tuned for the, the day I'm on the Steve Harvey show. I'll make sure I let y'all know. Um, yes. But you'll see me. I'm somewhere everywhere, so you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and Nets will be at Warriors Unleashed on April 2nd, guys. Um, so if you can, please come out um, to this, this great show. Um, it's networking, meet and greet with all the performers. 
Um, also, we're going to have a variety of vendors from food, pastries. Um, many of the vendors will be selling different type of art, makeup, natural products um, for purchase, um, and many more. And then we will be providing um, what actually one of the vendors from CNC Vacation. Um, she will be raffling off. Um, raffles for a free Memorial Day weekend trip to Jamaica Island, and the raffle is $20, and the pro- some of the proceeds will be going to Cancer Society. Um, and then we will hit it off with the Words Unleashed Poetry Concert, and then the Classic Soul Concert with Greg Hill and the Delphonis Review and Friends. So it's the day of it's the day of parties, of all-day parties, um, April 2nd, going down in the Bronx from 2 p.m. until 8 p.m. It's going to be a great, fantastic, positive time, connecting, networking, and exposure for all of us. So um, I want to thank you for being a part of that, James, and as well as Paul that was on the line, but it looks like his, he calls in and keeps hanging up, so, um, and many more um, great performers and as well as vendors. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great positive time. So thank you for that and for being a part of it. And, um, again, you know, thanks for this great interview. It has been a pleasure. It has been an honor to have you over here with us. And, you know, rendezvous <laughs> interview with Greatest Poet Alive. And we are ready to hear this piece. Um, uh, thank you again. You. So much. I appreciate y'all. Uh, quick plug: if anybody's in it, uh, if I'd love greatly. You know, I got books out. I got CDs. Um, my website is www.iblowyourmind.net. I spell just like it is. Please drop by. Um, I got all types of combo deals and what have you. I greatly appreciate that, as well as on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, and such. And if you want Reverb Nation, uh, link up with me. We can link up with each other on Reverb Nation. I'm on the Greatest Sport Alive, and we can go and do some networking, post your link, and uh, I'll like it. You know, like, so I appreciate that. This is uh, Bully, my chocolate milk. Wait, one, I'm sorry to to cut you, but also check out Angela. What is it, Angela, um, Angelica's Box? Angelica's Box. Angelica's Box. Yeah, they can get that off at blowyourmind.net. Uh, as well as Amazon. Amazon is 99 cents. If you're a Kindle person, it's 99 cents. Go ahead and download it. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Had to put that out there. All Thank right. You you ready? You're welcome. Here we, go. Here we go. We are ready for this piece when you're ready. Every day, my mother would make two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches cut down the middle. She'd throw in an apple or pear, some sort of food. A chocolate for cooking give me 25 cents for chocolate milk. Now, I'm a sixth grader currently, and I don't know what love is. But according to the Love Bowl of Love American Style, they say it's a good thing. If that's the case, I love chocolate milk. It's the bestest thing ever. Every day at 12.05 p.m., myself and the rest of the sixth graders would go downstairs and do what sixth graders do at lunchtime. We'd sit there and complain about all the homework we had, look forward towards the weekend, and, of course, eat our lunches and sometimes trade what's in our bags. And it was the best time of the day besides gym to have. That was until about 12.25 p.m. He would come. He was Eric, Eric the bully. 
And everything that you had in your lunchbox, your lunch bag, was Eric's favorite thing to eat at lunchtime. If you had two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, that was Eric's favorite sandwich. You had an apple, a pear, some sort of fruit, Eric's favorite fruit. You had some cookie, his favorite cookie. But his favorite thing for the last month and a half had been chocolate milk. So he picked on one sixth grader in particular. That would be me. But that day, I wasn't happy. Because my mama didn't give me 25 cents for Eric to drink chocolate milk. She gave it to me, drank it, and it was delicious. Circle forward to 3 o'clock p.m. I look across at Eric sitting two rows over, and Eric gives me the universal sign that he's going to beat me up at 3.15. At 3.10 p.m., I look across at Eric sitting two rows over, and again, he gives me the universal sign that he's going to beat me up at 3.15. But at 3... 12 p.m., something strange happens when I look across at Eric sitting two rows over. I give him the sign that I'm going to beat him up at 315. And this is funny because Eric has failed the sixth grade twice. He is bigger and stronger than the rest of us sixth graders, standing about six foot four, 187 pounds, and could easily beat me up. And it's now 314 and 50 seconds. I grab my Chicago Cubs baseball hat. I put my Batman book bag over my shoulder. I take one last look at Eric. 31454. 21455. 21456. Boom! I'm out of my chair. Out the door before the teacher says class is here. Down one flight. Out the door of the school, and I've gotten away from the bully. But as I told you, Eric has failed the sixth grade twice. He's bigger stronger and faster than the rest of us sixth graders. So he's right behind me. As I head towards 78th Street, I make a right. I see the alley. I try to lose him. I make a left. Mrs. Johnson's yard is there. I make a left over the fence. And today, of all days, the Doberman Pinscher is free. Narrowly escaping the dog, I cross to the other side of the fence back to Saginaw, and I think to myself, maybe even say a silent prayer, Lord, please. Let the dog eat Eric. But as I told you, Eric has failed the sixth grade twice. He's bigger, stronger, faster than the rest of us sixth grade. He is the best damn athlete in the school. So he jumps over the fence, over the dog, over the fence again, and he's right behind me, heading towards 79th Street, where in the distance, salvation. My mom is standing in front of our house, waving, smiling. I'm saved. Telepathically, I say to my mom, hey, Ma, could you stop smiling and waving and do something? Don't you see this monster who fell in sixth grade twice? He wants to pick you up because I didn't give him my milk. Ma, help. My Ma, with me being a mom's boy, her firstborn son, continues to smile and wave, oblivious to my plight. And I am on my own. As most things are on the south side of Chicago, the streets are somewhat decrepit. The sidewalk on this particular street resembles the street, and it's rained for the last four days, so it's like a giant moat. So to make sure I don't get anything on my school clothes, I avoid the water and go through the grass. Eric speeds up, thinking this is his opportunity to catch me, but he trips up, falls, boom, splash. I keep running. Keep running. I keep running. In situations like this, 
there are jackals disguised as other children. They don't do anything. They don't say anything. They don't help. They don't call for help. They just simply point and laugh at whoever they think is losing at the moment. In this case, they're pointing and laughing at Eric. All I can do is out the side of my eye, see them and hear them because I'm still running. Until I'm safely near my mother and I turn around and I see Eric rising from the water, drenched, soaking, angry, seething. And there's a moment where we lock eyes. And we learn two things in that moment. Eric knows that he will never again drink my chocolate milk. And I realize for that to be true, there will be some days that I'll have to stand, fight, perhaps get beat up, do like I did today, and run from the bully. My poem. Oh, man. Wow. 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 Mm. (sighs) Gripping. Gripping. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And some days you have to stand up and fight, perhaps even get beat up, just like you did today. By the bully. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, real mm. stuff. Real stuff. Yeah. Wow. You definitely got naked on that one. Yeah, thank you. you were stripped down. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I could see why that piece was a winner. Um, that piece definitely needs to be, you know, um, shared again and again definitely needs to be heard constantly. Um, wow. Thank you, James. Thank you, James Gordon, a.k.a. GPA, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Pizzle. <laughs> I see why I ain't got no girlfriend. Hey, I see why I ain't got no girlfriend now because they be sitting there thinking to themselves, hey, dude might be a little crazy. He's got three people. <laughs> he I, 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 just, I just thought about it. Like, they might be sitting here wondering, reading my status and thinking, who is actually three different people for real? Like, wait a minute. Like, this isn't, this isn't an act. He, this is for real. Oh, my God. This is for real. I can't okay. take him home. I'm I can't take him home. He'd be, be home with my mom, and I'd be trying to introduce him. I don't know who's going to show up. Uh, I got to get it. I got to get it together, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. Oh my God. Thank you for helping me figure out the truth. I was wondering. I had no Valentine. I was like, I don't know what's going to be my Valentine. I'm not an ugly dude. I'm not, you know, overweight. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, rich. But I'm not broke. I'm like, and I'm I'm working and stuff. I said, dude, what's what's wrong? You know, women say they like me, but what's the problem? And then it just came to me now. There are three people running around inside one person. O M G. You can take three women to the. You can take three different women to the same movie and won't be lying when you say you haven't seen it. You know, I like I, I actually like that. 
I actually like that. I actually like that. That's pretty good. I, I, that's going to be my excuse from now on. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is a good one. Wow. Okay. You <laughs> didn't have a Valentine. You over there just over there thinking to yourself, why I don't? I didn't have a Valentine. I was, what happened? Oh and I know oh what happened. God. I understand. Oh my gosh! I but get I tell it. you, she's out there somewhere. Believe me, that would accept all three of you. Right. Nikia, <laughs> wait till I post that as my status. You go, that's gonna be wild out. I'm like, you know what? I understand why. Some, watch what I'm gonna post because I don't care. Ken, I know you're not my Facebook friend, but watch. I don't care. A lot of times, the status like, okay, like I'm black, right? But I'm unapologetically black, so. I don't believe in racist stuff, and I'm not a coon black or sellout black. I'm a black dude, and I believe mm-hmm. in black. I believe in black rights, and I believe in like f the police, and I, I believe that. So yeah. I say that on my status. I don't ran people off. And got man, why did you say that? Why did you say that? You know, all lives matter. No, they don't. Black lives matter because y'all ain't treated us like we matter. So you can't be all lives matter. Get out of here with that mess. That mess. It's just mess. Okay, I'm done. Stop it. Oh, it's oh you making me act out. No, that's just me. I'm not, I, I can take accountability for my own actions. This is my thing. <laughs> it's not, you know, I'm a grown mm. man. Like people be saying, oh like, like them white dudes, when they be catching them doing stuff, they be, oh, my God, I heard voices in my head. No, you bastard. You did that. Did nobody else make that? You did that. <laughs> Because you're sick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A raw, uncut interview. Oh. I'm done. I have nothing else. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I got it all out Can't... of me. I'm done. <laughs> Good. Nope. 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 Why are you I'm saying no? Is someone trying to come out? I'm trying to figure out. What am I supposed to do after this now? We didn't got hyped up and everything. I haven't calmed down. I, I'm like, like, it's over, right? The interview's over. I'm jacked right now. It's a great uh, Brothers and came on show love. Yes, oh, so much love, support. That's great. Man. This said, is I'm, nice. First time. I, I, might start, I might start calling in the poetry shows again because, you know, yeah, I'm like, wow, that, that's awesome. Because right, I, I love people back, you know, on the low. I, I call in the shows on the low or, or mm-hmm. uh, somebody's stuff. I, I bought people's books and stuff on the low. They don't know it's me. You know, wow. I got so many different freaking names. They, they don't know it's me. So I, yeah. I my book, you know, just to support. You know, you got to support mm-hmm. people. That's yeah, the way it works. that's true. You know, and you so, don't have to, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to let people know everything that you do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's what cracks me up when people do charitable stuff and they have to come on, excuse me, they have to come on Facebook and tell you. I guess nobody's mm-hmm. talking the charity. The beauty part of charity is doing it and only the person you did it for knows and you. Not You don't have to broadcast, oh, my God, I, I saw somebody on the street, I fed him. Oh, okay. What? I don't know what. It, great job, but you didn't need to tell us that. Just do it. Yeah. 
And, and, go ahead and, and I guess you. sometimes, and I guess sometimes they may put it out there, so maybe others would take hold. Like, okay, there's nothing wrong with giving or supporting or helping or you know what I'm saying. You know, unless yeah. they constantly always bragging and and you know you'd be like, okay, okay. But um, sometimes it can be to you know what I'm saying get other people like you know what yeah I could do you know so it could be that too unless it's you know they just doing it for bragging right that's yeah, totally different right right thank y'all again for having me man you was a blast thank you for coming uh, always, we enjoy all three of you thank you Nikia I always tell people when they they're tentative about having me for an interview. I said, listen, mm-hmm. you're going to have me for an interview, and you're going to look back on it and say, darn, that's one of the best interviews we've had. The guy brought so much energy or what have you to it. And, you know, you're going to thank, you're going to be grateful that I came on your show because I'm, I'm going to bring the, I'm going to bring it. You know, I'm, I'm going to bring the thing. So You did bring it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you brought it. Dude, I really don't know what else to do except bring it. You know, I'm, I'm just yes, doing my job. bring it. Just be yeah. you. That's right. Nice. Ken, is there anything you'd like to say? Are you still there? What? Are you ready? Do you have anything to say? We're about to end out the show. Bye. the GPA. Ooh. Well. <laughs> what did you say? You say? You know what I'm saying? Bye. <laughs> I heard enough. There was enough. Call enough. Hey, all three, six, nine, twelve different personalities, including five from you. I ain't got a two. <laughs> what you thought I was going to say? Well, you got my five, six personalities, too. <laughs> I, I just got three. I just got two. Then you got Paul. So we have mm. a whole bunch of different personalities that came on the show tonight. What more do you want to know? Tonight mm. about this show. You know what? Yeah, I think right. I think I think she went out of stalking. Hunt. She went out of stalking today. Hey, if y'all don't come on my show, I'm gonna kick y'all butts. Not explain. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be. I don't know how she got Mr. Gordon to come on the show. That's a mystery to me. All I know is when I got the memo on who's going to be the guest, my first thought was, what did she say to this man, and how did she do it? Because uh, I would not. I'll probably look at the phone like, oh, what you want, ladies? Can you be on the show? What are we going to do? Are we going to cook? Can we make it a cooking show tonight? Can we cook? Can we cook up a meal? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm saying, anywho, man, I appreciate. I'm, I'm be straight up. I mean, I appreciate you coming on to the show. I'm glad that you Thank came you. on the show and shared all your your treasures. You brought everything into this mm-hmm. into this platform tonight, man. I really appreciate it, though, because I mean, I yes. definitely enjoyed myself with you, man. It, it was a pleasure, and we gotta we gotta set up a date at some point, sometime this year. To bring you on my show with Paul and James, and it'll be just us brothers, all, mm-hmm. all brothers, just all brothers. Meaning, meaning that Nikia can just play hooky all she wants because she's gonna do it anyway. She's gonna play hooky, 
And none of y'all ladies, you ain't got to come on to me and show if you don't want to. I understand. You know, y'all ain't got to, but I really appreciate you if you did. But, uh, you know, whenever we have our next show this month, we will definitely go and bring the heat once again. I know my brothers Paul and James will be ready once again. So I want to thank everybody that came on to the show tonight, showing much, much love to our special guest tonight, the greatest poet alive. Uh, I'm, I'm sure with that one. That one seems to stick out the most uh, uh, to me, does, because I see why. And you've just been blessed with so much. And I, all I can say is keep doing, doing your thing, bro, because you definitely bringing it. Yeah. And keep keep doing it. And we'll, we will definitely welcome you back on yeah. to the Kia show. You even be working on her other show on Tuesday night. If she if she brings you on that, well, she doesn't bring you on that one too. So uh, just look for her to call you again. Yeah, I would He loves to have you back on, James. Definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And I want to say, uh, I want to say uh, to all our callers and chatterbugs, thank you so much for coming out once again to your Sundays talk radio show, and um, soon Nikia's Open Book 2 talk radio show will be broadcasting only twice a month um, for for now. Um, we may bring it back four times a month, but we will be going to twice a month. Um, so it would be, it's not like a set week, but it would be twice a month, so be looking out for that. Um, I want to say to everyone, keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for your love and your continued support. Um, I wish all of you a blessed, a warm, and safe night and rest of the week. Um, Keep on being prosperous. Keep on being a blessing to others. And keep on uh, receiving your blessings. And congratulations to you once again, James. Continue on with your continued um, blessed success. You're doing your thing and keep on doing your thing. It was definitely a pleasure having you here. And thanks again to our callers, our friends, our families, our chatterbugs. Thanks again for coming out and showing support. All right. You ready to end the show, Ken? Uh, I do have one more thing I want to tell to everyone tonight. Um, well, Couple of things. I know Peyton, uh, Peyton Man will be retiring tomorrow, which that's no surprise to everybody. And also, the former first lady, Nancy Reagan, we just got news earlier today that she passed away at the age of 94. So, wow. um, let's keep our thoughts and prayers out to, you know, to the Reagan family. And, you know, now she's joining her husband, her late husband, Ronald, now. So, uh, mm-hmm. so. I just like I said, I just saw that kind of, you know, throughout the the time of the show. I just kind of just didn't say anything. I went away to the end, and um, I was also watching uh, the Stella Awards, and my boy Charles Jenkins won four awards, and Antonio Brown won, I think, three. I think Tasha Kyle got an uh, award for Female Artist of the Year. And I don't know if any of you guys ever heard her album, her latest album that she had produced, I think, about a few months ago. 
I mean, it's one, it's one that you definitely got to check out and listen to whenever you get a chance to. That's a song that she sings called, you got to put a phrase on it. Definitely one of those phrasing songs that you, like, want to start your day off with. Check it out when you can. And other than that, that's it. We close this show out. We can go home for this rest for the night and get, just get good for another week. And all I got to say to everybody, y'all stay afraid up. You know, don't let no one or anything keep you from giving God the glory, not just on Sundays, but every day. Keep a smile on your face. Keep speaking positive things. Do positive, you know, stuff. Just keep the keep the positive move going throughout your life, throughout the day, you know, because somebody's always watching you because they look for you for being an inspiration in their life and vice versa. Other than that, that's it. Let's call it a night. Let's go ahead and get some sleep. God bless y'all. I love y'all. And y'all keep supporting this show, and we'll keep bringing the flavor to you. That's that. All right. All right, guys. Love you guys. Have Have a blessed, prosperous week. And check out the new tweet album, too. All right. Good night. (laughs) It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.